Good morning, good morning, good morning. Help me. Help me. I'm here to I say good morning, good morning to all police and fire personnel, civil servants, health care employees, and good old number 41. Oh, my God, I can't stand it. Uh, with me, uh, due to circumstances beyond my control, is uh, is Tom Rafferty still here? Hello. Totally uninvited. No, no, it's okay. I understand, Tom. I know. I'm not supposed to be in here. And and Auntie Donna has arrived. Hello, Miss Frake. How are you? I'm really good. Good. We take take that thing your off mask your face, off. Please, thank God you. We're sakes. trying to hear you. You, you can We're hear me, to... can't you? Take the mask off. Oh, my God. I know who you are. You're not, you're not hiding anything. There, see? Uh, and the only sane person in the room right now is our first hour guest, Bill Gavea from the Sun Chronicle. Good morning, Mr. Gavea. How are you? Good morning, everyone. How are we? Now, and now Bill has gotten to see what it's really like here. <laughs> <laughs> the magic of radio. It is the magic of radio. It is. And um, I'm still just, I'm just, I, 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 God, Jesus. <laughs> Believe it. Jeez. Turn. What? What is she doing? <laughs> She's blowing her nose while her mic is on. Yeah. That's nice. like last week when she had. She was stuffing her her plastic bag into it. <laughs> that wasn't last week. I wasn't here last. Well, week. whenever it was. Would you move your mic in, please? Move it in. Toward you more. Thank you. Thank you. Hold on. There you go. You're looking at me weird, but Donna, you, do you want people to hear you? I don't know. <sighs> I can't. I can't. The only person I want to hear from this morning is the Honorary Mayor of Norton, one Peter J. Wiggins. Good morning, Mr. Wiggins. Good morning, Dave and Donna. Good morning, and good morning, Tom. Hey, Tom, hey, and, and, good morning. And, and Bill's here, too. Bill Gavea, he's here, too. Hey, Bill Gavea, how you doing, Bill? How you doing? Very good, Mr. Mayor. Good morning to you. Doing good today, Mr. How are you doing today, Bill? And and it's going to be a busy fall for me and Tap covering all the meetings, sporting events, and the town of Norton plus some trips, too. Absolutely. Now, what do you got for us on this broadcast, sir? Um, you um, lost momentum. You were going really good there for a while, Peter. <laughs> Wheat and Lions Field Hockey's got a game on Tuesday against UMass Dartmouth. Oh, yeah. And the Norton Lancers girls soccer has a, got a game against the Bills Marks at 3.30 p.m. out at the Norton High School. That's so the Norton girls soccer. Norton, and I'm going to be covering all the sporting events along with the mm. meetings and sporting events in town. Okay, that's the Norton uh, school soccer? Is it Norton, Norton women's soccer, right? Yep, yep, Norton women's soccer. And who are they going to play? Mills Mohawks. Mills Mohawks. I, I, I dated a girl with a Mohawk once. I bet. Yeah. Well, she was married to him, but, but she used to see me on the side. Uh, <laughs> she said she was a girl. She but, said she was, but, you know, <laughs> who knows? You know, the lights were out. And, and so, Peter, what else you got for us? On Thursday, September 9th, 2021, at 6 to 7 p.m. at the Bogan Bruin, there will be an information session review on the draft master plan in the town of Norton, and the draft master plan is nearly done and headed to the fall annual town meeting, and... Let's have a discussion about what's in the plan and answer your question. All right. You know, the, the master plan, that's for the new library, right? Is that what you mean? That one? No, not master plan. is for the town's master plan, right? Oh, the, the, the whole thing, uh, Bill? Yep, that's right. Yeah. yeah. 
Yep. All right, good. That's terrific. Okay, so you've got us up to date on that. I really be- now. Did you hear any of the show before me today, <laughs> uh, Peter? Yeah. Did you? Did were you laughing? Yes, that's right. Oh, okay. Uh, you you want to try that? <laughs> All right, Pete. All right. Tom, 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 Tom thinks he's Santa Claus. <laughs> And people get vaccinated against the COVID, so it's all looking good for the fall and winter, and I'm not worried about us. Yeah. What a positive I'm attitude. doing all the right things to end this pandemic. Excellent. A positive Beautiful. attitude, Peter. We like yeah. you. Good job. Thank you, Peter J. Wiggins. Thank you very much. Thank you, Dave. Have a good day, David, Donna, and Bill, and Tom. All right. Thank see you, you later, Peter. man. That's everybody. Yeah, good. Bye, bye. <laughs> see you later. There goes. Uh, there goes. Now, see, that's, that's a positive beginning to a program. I've tried to teach you, Rafferty, but it doesn't help. <laughs> Bill, Bill Gavir is with it. Do you know how long I've known these two jabronis? long time. Probably more than 10 minutes. Yeah, yeah. Well. <laughs> now, Bill, Bill, Bill. I met Dave in uh, <laughs> August of 1986. Was that in jail or out of jail? Uh, no, well, he had just gotten out. Yes. Gotten out. You know, you didn't have to say that. That well, was up in Binghamton, and I, I, I know, served I know, my yeah. time. I, you did. That's and you exactly gave right. me a chance, and you told me you would never tell people. Well, I, I, I don't know. I, listen, I, I thought that people knew by now yeah. after the three arrests here in the city. No, <laughs> I, but I was a little lawless up there. That yeah. I shouldn't have, and I... Paid. You know, you know, yeah. we're gonna, I'm going to stop that because yeah. you know, <laughs> no. you being lawless is like Mother Teresa being a drinker. Right? It's right. not. Uh, yeah. Doesn't. I. <laughs> not true. No. I, not true. I don't. I don't want somebody to think you're confessing to something no, that's real no. because I want to protect your image. Right. Yeah. There's I nothing never I can do for Donna's image, but you. Maybe I can never, do never, never, never. <laughs> Mr. Cavea, are you having a good time yet? Because yeah. I mean, I wanted, I wanted to have him on today, because uh, of course I respect his writing. Mm. Not everybody respects your writing. Yeah, I've I've noticed that over the course of time. But <sighs> hey, that's that's okay. People, it's, you know, you you you're really upsetting some people. You know, it's really. Yeah, you, you know, it, it it and you've probably had this experience. But one of the one of the things that always amazes me is when you write about a topic, and then somebody sends in a, a letter to the editor, vociferously disagreeing with you. Questioning whether you're pitiful or not. Questioning, your parentage yeah, questioning all this. Everything else, yeah. And and they, and the subject they talk about is something that you never mentioned whatsoever in the column that you wrote about. <laughs> That's and, a Republican thing they yeah, do. That. And and I'm, I'm I'm just looking at it and I'm going. I had to go back and read reread my own column to Did make I sure that, that I yeah. that I hadn't been talking about what. Have they you ever gone back and read your uh, your old columns? Have you ever gone back and read it, looked at it, and said to yourself, "Boy, that's really good." Like, like, are you surprised? Because my book, 41 Signs, I haven't read it in a long time. And every once in a while, I'll go back and, you know, and look, I'll go, I mean, it's like somebody else wrote it, is my point. It's like, yeah, spirit, oh, my God. Spirit wrote it. Yeah, and so do you ever look, see your stuff and think either, boy, that was great, or, oh, my God, I'm embarrassed. Yeah, you, you do. I mean, I'll go back and I'll read. A lot of times I'll do it for reference on a column that I'm planning on writing or something yeah. and sometimes you forget you know when you write a book or something I mean then you have one thing that you wrote about that was kind of all consuming you tend to remember it yeah, do, yeah. when you write about different topics once or twice a week now you you don't remember what you wrote about yeah I was going to say do you, do, you, do you not even remember writing it, it, it n- n- no yeah. and you go back and you read it and you go hey that was pretty good or yeah. oh gee I, I wish I'd said that better or you yeah. know or something mm-hmm. like that but mm-hmm. yeah you do 
I keep all my columns so that I can go back and and try to see and and uh, you know it it's a little different when you when you have an argument. Not everybody has a tape of you talking all the time. Though I guess these days they do. Yeah. But when you write <laughs> when you write a column, you know everything you say, right, wrong, or indifferent, it's in print. Somebody's got it somewhere. Yeah. And, and especially now, <coughs> you can look up anything, anywhere, anytime, right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So you. So denying it is of no help. No. Yeah. No. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, hey, it, it's you know what I it it's like one one nice response you get or one gee I really enjoyed that and you you really said you know something that I was thinking that cancels out about ten of the other kind so it, it's mm-hmm. uh, it works out okay. Mm-hmm. So it works out good. We're talking with Bill Gavea. Uh, Tom Rafferty is in attendance. Auntie Donna is here. Mm-hmm. And you, if you'd like to join us on the phone at 508-222-1320, this is a talk show. Somebody said to me the other day, I swear to God, somebody said to me, oh, you can call in? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I swear. Mm-hmm. Oh, you can call. Well, yeah, you don't say a, it often enough. Uh, no, I, I don't <coughs> say it enough. That's exactly right. So I'm going to say it more. Mm-hmm. I may say it right now. If you'd like right to call now. in, 508-222-1320, just mm-hmm. hop on the line and we'll figure something out, all right? Yeah. All right. Are you, are you, why, why do people, I don't understand this. I don't. People in broadcasting, I'm telling them to shut the hell up because we're going back on the air, and they continue to talk. What is the matter with talk you? Show. It's what? a talk show. No, yeah, not when I know. <laughs> not when, not off the air. It's not a talk show. Oh, then we what all is, have to be quiet and, until the and, commercials are done. Well, uh, yeah. Well, no, but you got to. Oh God, mm-hmm. Donna, what were you saying to me? I was going to say you should announce Bill by saying like Bill Govea, like the woman does on the night show. Will you please take that mask thing off your lips? I'm serious. God <laughs> Almighty. We're all that. Been through enough now. Yeah, this is it's okay. It. Oh. You know, I don't. I don't blame Don. I feel, you know, I, it, not being able to understand aside, it, it, I can understand why people still wear masks inside. I, it's, mm-hmm. I have okay. mine in my pocket. So. Well, good. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I have mine in my pocket too. Wasn't, you got any always in your pocket? Yeah. Wasn't your last article? Is that a mask in your pocket? Or are you just glad to see let's me. Let's wear our masks <laughs> and stop. Arguing about it, shall we say? You, you you talked about, you know, it's not such a big thing. I mean, for God's sakes, as we're in the middle of a pandemic, and if it helps, it helps, and let's yeah. not quibble about it. I mean, it. look, wearing a mask during a radio show might be problematic, you know, and I can understand that. But you know, if you're in the supermarket, or you're, or you're going into a school, or you're going into a public place, you know. Wear the damn mask. I, I, I mean, what, oh, what I agree. It? I absolutely yeah, agree. But you've got to realize, I practically had to arm wrestle her <laughs> to get a vaccination. So, so you know, and now all of a sudden she's she's mother mask. You know, it's like Mother Teresa with a mask. It, hey, ah. it, it's it it it's it's really funny. You know, what I, I wrote a column a while back. You know, a, a tongue in cheek column about interviewing a mask, and and I and, yeah. I, and I, I just wrote about it. and I said, you know. Why is people so upset about it? I, yeah, you don't yeah. understand. I don't understand it. It's a piece of cloth across your mouth, uh, you know, that doesn't really stop you from being heard. It doesn't really infringe on your, on your right to your freedom. <clears throat> it kills me how, you know, there's a group of people who suddenly are, are all concerned about choice, but not at all concerned about responsibility. And, and, and I, I, I just, I don't know. It, it's, it's sort of like, you know, if it's cloudy out, take your raincoat. You may not wear it. You may not need it. You might not get wet, but what that, you know, what uh, the uh, heck? Yeah, Take yeah. it mm-hmm. with you. It, and I'm sure what the heck is what he was going <laughs> to say. Yes, too, right absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you're, 
So can I suggest that you're probably not voting for Jim Poor for mayor? <laughs> <laughs> Just wondering. Well, actually, my, my column this coming out Monday talks about the mayor's race and, okay. and, and, and well, talks we about that. And yeah. I, I think, yeah, I think, you know, based on that and some other things, I think Jim Poor would probably be the, the poorest choice for for mayor in <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, in, yeah. in Alberta, yeah. uh, pun totally intended. Yes, of course. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I, you know, that that's. You know, that's look, and and in the publicity photo he has looks like a pirate terrorist. I don't, <laughs> yeah, I don't get it. You know, which which brings me just to one quick thing. Yeah, there's there, gonna, you have all the time yeah, you want. Th- th- there's going to be a preliminary election, you know, with only the mayor's race on it, mm-hmm. because apparently it's very important. To whittle the number of candidates down from three to two, <laughs> because you know, because apparently some folks think the citizens of Attleboro are incapable of uh, selecting from well, three well, candidates. Yeah, that's a good point. But that's a really yeah. good point. So, that, yeah. So instead, they have to have an election and spend money yeah. to whittle it down from three to two. Uh, imbecilic. You know, I, 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 um, when I heard initially when this started, you know, coming around. Jim Jones said to me, I said something to me, and I said, the mayor's got to be in this? I mean, I presumed that the mayor, because he was the incumbent, was just whoever wins the primary fights him. Instead, I'm told, and I didn't realize this, that the mayor has to win the primary in order to be one of the candidates in November. Mm-hmm. And I, I was, I, it was incredulous to me. Well, it, it, it's just crazy that you have to spend the time and money on a pre- preliminary election just for the sake of whittling it down from three to two. And I, mm-hmm. I understand the purpose of preliminary elections is, you know, if you've got 19, 10 people yeah, running, right, right, you, yeah. you, know, you really don't want somebody winning the election with Well, how about the rating? The vote, how about the know? rating b- bonus, though? <clears throat> Buddy Cianci never had a plurality in Providence ever. He had, he'd always make sure there was at least three candidates in the race. And he would get, uh, well, the plurality, I guess, out of the three. But he never won with 50% or anything. He never had a majority of votes. So that was his, that was his tactic, to put money into somebody else's yeah. campaign to run. Well, it, it, it's, it's just weird because we spend so much time and money trying to convince people to get involved and run for office. And then we spend you know, 70% of our time making sure that after a certain point they can't. And, you know, and, and it, it's like, put people's name on a ballot and... and let, That's you know, it, you, yeah. On the other extreme, you get the situation in California where there's 48 people or something running for government. Well, how about, the, how about the, that rating uh, voting? Rank well, choice. How, rank choice. Tell me about that, because that's weird. You rank, know about that, Tom? Rank voting? Mm-mm. No? Rank, rank choice has kind of won me over. I, I, I Initially, when I heard about it, I didn't like it, but rank choice basically, see if I can explain it quickly it's let's say there are five people running for governor yeah whatever you get to vote and you vote you can vote for just your one choice yeah you know, if i want to vote for dave kane for yep. governor or if there's five names on i can rank my choices i can say dave kane is my number one choice donna sprague is my number two choice tom rafferty is my number three choice and uh, and that's how i i rank okay. them and when they count the votes they they go and they count all of the all of the people and their their total ranking and the one who comes out last in total ranking then gets eliminated then they go back and they count the votes and again they see how many number ones donna has how many number ones you you know you two yeah, have yeah. 
And they keep going there and they eliminate, every time they do that, they eliminate one person until you're finally left. So you could conceivably have a person who got more total votes, like Donna might get more total votes than you, yeah. but because at the end when it narrowed down to two, you got more number one votes. No, she than, got more number you, one you, votes yeah, than I did. Yeah, right? but, you know, one of you got more number one votes than the yeah, other. Yeah. One of them might have a, a you know, might have been voted higher overall by more people, but because you were the top choice overall, because you got the most yeah, you know, ranking yeah. votes, you win. And what that, you know, what that does is it, it allows, it, it sort of takes care of the problem where, like you said, Buddy Cianci would always get some yeah. wing nuts yeah. to run for something and pull a certain amount of vote away from other the, people. His opponent. Right. Yeah. And, yeah, and so, you know, it's, it's a way, they do it in Maine now. I, yeah. um, they do it in a bunch of other places, in, in some Massachusetts. Uh, now, what, would it, what kind of machinations do we have to go through here to get ranked voting in the city? Well, I think it has to happen on a state level. Uh, we just voted in the last in the last election. It was on the ballot in Massachusetts, yeah. and it got defeated. Now, now, how about here though? Can we can we change the pre- preliminary deal like this? Like eliminate preliminary as an example if there aren't at least seven people, say. Yeah, and it's been talked about in the past. I believe that's a city charter thing. It would have to be approved by the okay. council and. Yeah. And the mayor it might even have to be voted on by people. Although I think it's pretty much the, the council. But yeah, you can you can change that because having a having a preliminary election um, and a lot of the candidates love having a preliminary election because especially if you're an incumbent, if you're an incumbent, <coughs> um, you wanna you know you wanna make sure that you've already got your vote. You've already won at least once or twice. You know that your people are gonna come out and vote for you. Yeah, and you would. You would love to see others chop up that vote. You would yeah. love to see three or four other people, yeah. Yeah. you know, running for it and, and yeah. doing it. Yeah. But it's, it's, it's part of our wonderful. And it's you know, other towns have preliminary. I think I think North Attleboro might still have preliminary elections, although mm-hmm. their charter changed. I I just don't get it. If you're going to run, put people on a ballot and vote for them. It, it's yeah. Mm-hmm. Now see now, that was that was a great point about. The preliminary, really silly. It was. Uh, I don't, how much did it even cost you to put those on? I, I, I mean, I don't. I know in my town, running, you know, run, and Attleboro is much bigger. But in my yeah. town, running an election is probably, you know, a ten, twelve thousand dollar, you know, expenditure. Yeah. I'm sure it's a lot more money in a city like Attleboro. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, and it's the only thing. I mean, th- there's no other. There's no other race in the entire city coming up for the election yeah. where yeah. there's more than two candidates running for office. And some places they're not even, nobody's <coughs> running against them. I mean, some of these people are running on a post. Yeah, a, a good number of them yeah. are, are running on a post. You All know? right. And so, so the answer to that, to, to try to encourage more people to run, is make sure that they can't run in the general election. Yeah. You know, that, that doesn't <laughs> make a lot of sense to me. No. But. Now, have you learned something today, Mr. Rafferty? Yes. I want to know. Because, you know, I, I well, only did this for you. Well, thank you. Yeah. So if I ran for an office and I got a lot of threes and a couple of twos and no ones, I wouldn't win. Well, it, it depends. It, it all depends because Donna might be number one for a whole bunch of people. But then there might be another group of, num- of people where she's like a number five, you know, because there's two opposite factions. Mm-hmm. So she may get a lot of ones, but she might not get a lot of twos, threes, <clears throat> and mm-hmm. fours. She might get all ones and fives. Well, that carries her well in the first round, but then when you get 
further on, mm-hmm. now all those twos, threes, and fours, they add up more than the people who are on the extremes. So you could, you could win office by getting a lot of second and third choice votes. Mm-hmm. As a, you, you might not get the majority of the number one votes, but by, by appealing to more people overall, you could get, and the, the argument is that that gives you a winner who's more representative of, of people. Because it, if, if I have Donna and Dave, and they're polar opposites politically, and I don't really agree with either one of them, but I have, if I want to vote, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick one of them. So maybe I pick Dave, and, and you know, but, you know, you wish you had an alternative. So, you know, you, you, you think Dave's going to win, so you vote for Dave, but you say, but you know what, Tom wouldn't be bad either. I, I, you know, I, I could put Tom, so I'll put Tom number two. I just want to put Donna number, you know, number three or number five or whatever. <clears throat> it's a, it means that it would take longer to figure out the votes. It means a lot more counting and a lot mm-hmm. more, you know. And I just want to point out bro- proudly that I'm, people think of me as number two more than anybody, <laughs> anything, <laughs> just in case anybody. Yeah, but number two more. tries harder, we all know that. <laughs> Sometimes, right? Yeah. If you're Avis, I guess mm-hmm. it does. It yeah. Does. Well, <laughs> how come you don't do more fill-in stuff, Tom? Uh, they didn't ask me. Okay. I'm going to be on Monday. I mean, I, I fill in when I can. I, okay. yep. If you go back, I so the next time I'm, rarely I'm, I'm have off, said then, no. Then you and Donna should do the show. Uh, the show. Yeah, we could do the show. Or you see how excited he was about this, Donna? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you see how excited You he know was? what, Dave, mm-hmm. though? The last <laughs> time you weren't doing this show, I mean, I could look at it. It's been at least, what has it been, at least three years? Because you told me you weren't going to be in. I don't know where you were going. And Donna was going to do the show. And then she decided to let me do the show. And then I called her back and said, are you going to come in? She said, no, I don't, I don't think so. And I had no guests. And I came in. It was the old studio. Yep. And I was there. And then Jim Corbin came in. And what was that other guy's name? You were there. You, Jim Corbin. You and meaning, he's pointing fella. to Donna. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the other uh, person that comes in on Paul's show occasionally, what is his name? Uh, uh, Lee? Lee. Uh, yeah. Fremont. I don't he know. was there because I was doing the board. You, Donna you, can, was sitting there. Can you right imagine how, how Jim the, was the over freaking there answer? And Lee I mean, was I, right and nobody there. gives a good diddly. You realize <laughs> yeah. this. Right? I'm just remembering. The man just goes. On and yeah. on and on. Tell and Lee stuff said to me before use. we started, you're the teacher today. I remember that. Remember that when he said that? And mm-hmm. I went out into the TV part and got Jim Corbin a chair to sit down in. Mm. And Donna sat here and just had a Tom, good old time. Tom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just remembering. Tom, Tom, I know. I know. I have yeah. a very good memory. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I bet you you. I bet you you're sorry that the, one of the first things Dave said to me back in August of 1986 was, <laughs> "You know, kid, I, I feel like you know I don't have anything for you right now, kid, but I'm going to make you a fill-in of a fill-in. We've got a couple of people that if you if we needed to use you on the air on a weekend, you could come in and do it." Okay. And he's probably you sorry. Say, Mr. You, 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 you know, you told me <laughs> when we talked the other day. Yeah. You, you, uh, you told me that I could ask you uh, a, a question. Yeah. Yeah. So that's I, right. You, you know, can. Yeah. And now with Donna and Tom here, there's a lot of radio experience in the in the room. So I, good. Yeah. I'll ask you, good. but it, also throw it out to them. Sure. When you do a show like this. Yeah. 
Do you do it more for you or do you do it more for the audience? Oh, no. I do it for me. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. The only thing I do, I just try to make sure that the, the show services the audience. But I do it because I want to do it. If, if, I, you know, yeah. if I didn't want to do it, I wouldn't. Yeah. I do it for my fun because I like being with them. I like being with the audience. Yeah, like and and that's and, you know, and and there are some people because I, 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 a lot of people when you talk to them and ask them questions, whatever their profession is like, they say, "Oh no, I do it for the people, I do it to spread yeah, the word, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I do it because I want to give back to society." Yeah. And like, people ask me the same thing, you know, "Why do you write a column?" I said, "I, I tell them I do it because it's cheaper than a psychiatrist." <laughs> yeah, it, right. <laughs> you know, it, it's, it, it, it's like if. If you don't feel good about what you're doing, I, you know, and, and doing it for you, then I can't imagine that it's good to much. Well, of you, have to, else. you also also feel, and I know you do. I, I'm sure you do. <coughs> is that is that there's a worth to it? Yes. That, that somebody's going to benefit from it, other than your paycheck. But I mean, someone's going to benefit from hearing you, or, I mean, that's really what's. And when you have an ability to do something, whether it's writing, or shooting your mouth off, I, I, I think you sh- you have an obligation too. To not to just what's that they used to say sit, hide your butt light under a bushel or something yeah yeah well I, I just went because I was going to ask you I mean when after you do it would you rather do a show that made that made that you thought you did well or a show that other people and your listeners thought you did well I think I'll, I think well probably me because yeah most most audience members who are who are, who, who tune in to hear this, they're going to be pretty pleased almost no matter what I do, unless I tick them off politically or something, or I slap Donna in the middle of the thing or something. Then I'm going to have a have a, a, an audience. Mm. Right? But normally, they're, 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 I mean, it's, they're hearing to be with us. They want to be with us. They want to be in the crowd and be in the, mm-hmm. in the group. And I, so, think, I think he should do a show Every week, Bill, like who has asked you? How long have I been asking you to do specifically? A show? I, I'm, I'm trying to remember if anybody ever asked me that question. I, oh yeah, nobody <laughs> ever offered it to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, it's so like an hour or two on Norton and things going on in Norton, maybe, or even nationally. Well, that, well the Norton one would be about a five-minute. Yeah, that'd be know, for show. Yeah. But uh, mm-hmm. but it, no, it and. Unless it, Tom it is, did it. Tom it, would talk about turning left at that street you can't remember the name of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I like driving through Norton. It's okay. Yeah, did, Tom, that was not. Thank you. Freeman Street. I love when you take one. <laughs> Why is there so much construction Go in Norton? Tom. You know, you Go keep this up, and you could replace Peter Gay in the Sun Chronicle. <laughs> well, thank you. Listening to him yeah. bitch and moan and cry about a pothole oh, someplace is absolutely it, unbelievable. Get over it, will you? Please? Get over what? I don't know. You okay, have... thank you. Okay. <laughs> oh. He feels the need to defend Peter Gates. We were all good people then, <laughs> and Tom, we're still Tom, good Tom. people. No? Okay. It, it's, you know, it, it's... <laughs> you it, don't it, like Peter either? No, I, 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 I like Peter. Peter has me on his uh, one of his shows yeah. all the time. Yeah, and, he uh, likes me. No problem. Yeah, he Peter and I get along. We have our differences, just yeah. like everybody else, but yeah. we, uh, you know... I, I, I'm sure we've all known Peter for a very I long like time. I like Peter, and his I, collar runs the yeah. same day as mine yeah, in the Sun Chronicle. So, you know, you know, it's Tom, you like Alberto everybody. Well, you like everybody. What's the uh, you like, do. If you don't like you somebody, do. then you're going to not like. Now them. you ask Bill a question, and you're not allowing him to answer his <laughs> okay. answer the question. What's with the construction on Route 120? No, constantly. not that question. Oh, that was. 
that is actually an industrial park being built. So yeah. Oh, my God, that's so annoying. I can't – I mean, I'd rather just – 95 to 495. Mm-hmm. Well, your, your name was mentioned when they planned the construction because they were hoping that they could really irritate you. I wasn't named the construction. Of, this so will get was... to Rafferty, boy. Oh, yeah. Okay. So why aren't you doing a column? I mean, a, a show? I, you know, I can blame a lot of things. Yeah. I mean, the, yeah. the pandemic was made it, you know, inconvenient and doing a lot of things. Uh, it, it's, you know, I, I part of it is just... At work, our biz, our business, because I do still work. To, you know, people yeah. think that uh, that yeah, I survive by, yeah. by being an unpaid sure. columnist for the right. Sun Chronicle or something. But uh, uh, it it it's been really busy. It's been really difficult. So, but I, I it's something that I still like to you know still like to consider doing. It's it, you know I like having conversations with people, and to me that's what a radio show you know basically is. It's yeah. having conversations with people, and, and it's from listening to people like you, Dave, and and uh, and others that you you realize that's a that's a powerful tool. It's not telling people what to do. It's discussing, you know, what what should it's be what done. What they draw what from, the, and, yeah, and, and when you are. talk to people, they say things, <laughs> and they tell you everything without realizing what they're saying. They're trying to say A, and they give you three versions of C and D that they didn't even realize they mentioned. Mm. It's really fun to do that. Dave is a great, he's an excellent listener. I've noticed that over the years more and more. He's a very, he can pick up anything on just listening to people. Yeah. Well, well because people say, they don't realize they're saying what they really mean. Yeah, and, and that's, that's a gift that you have and other people have, is getting, getting people to be themselves. Because it, it, you probably know better than anybody that we, a lot of times when you get people on a show, they're on a show generally for a reason. Generally, yeah. they're on to promote a book yeah, or to promote wanna, something. Right, right. Yeah. And so a really good interviewer, a really good you know, talk show host gets them to talk about more than just that and gets them to, you know, where people get to know who they are and, and what they stand for. I don't just want to know the good or just the bad about yeah. people. I want to know who they yeah, are, they, what they Yeah, do, they, they have a story. They want to get out. They want, they want somebody to ask them. They want somebody to open the door for them to to tell the story, like the mistake that I make of asking Tom a question. You know, now we're off and running for a 90-minute response. Yep. About, he used uh, to tell me, cut to the chase, <laughs> cut to the cut to the chase. Go, Tom. Go back to your sales room. Go back to your, go back to your sales desk. Okay. Donna's very quiet today. You know, Donna's yeah, very she's quiet. very quiet. Why are yeah. you so quiet? Well, she's just waiting to blow her nose again in the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> Make her... <laughs> a real contribution to broadcasting. Why, wh- why so quiet? Why, wh- why have you not chimed in? Because I can't talk. <laughs> okay. I, I'm having, I'm having my teeth okay. right. okay. done. Okay. All right. Okay. Oh my gosh. And so it's mm. difficult. <clears throat> yeah. Well, the mask ain't helping, but anyway, that's a, okay. <laughs> What are they doing to them? No, 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 <laughs> Tom, no, Tom, <laughs> Tom, no. Oh, I just no, wondered. No, Tom, Totally no. fixing them. Yeah, oh. yeah, 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 yeah. She's mm. having a renovation done. You see the little scaffolding mm-hmm. in there? No. Yeah. Yeah, the little tiny okay. people. Okay, sure, no problem. <laughs> okay, I don't mean to upset Now, this is a different either. visit than you've ever had here, right? The, the, the topic is wide-ranging, <laughs> yeah. The, it's, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, but this is... That's the beauty of, uh, of I, talk so, radio. So let me ask you this. Should we have gotten out of Afghanistan or not? 
Yeah. Uh, but do you think the way we did it was sloppy, or do you? Yes, yeah, I, I think it was, and I, and I think there was no really good way to do it. I think there were better ways, you know, to do it, and I, you know, I'm not a big fan of exactly how it was pulled off, but you had to get out, and you know, pussyfooting around and putting more people in, you know, sending more people into the country so that you can get people out doesn't seem to make a whole lot of sense mm-hmm. sometimes. Um, you know, Biden was in a, a, a no-win situation. I might have done it a little a little differently. But then you look at, at Trump's statements about how he would have blown up all the bases and he would have, you know, done all. I mean, he he had no clue. So at least what we're doing now, at, at, at least I feel like the grown-ups are doing it. And, and you know, it, it's being done with some type of semblance of an actual plan. And, and there's order. no good way to do it. It's, no. it's, it's like... It's like uh, uh, demoing your kitchen for the remodel. You know, you, there's no way to do it neatly. And, nope. You know, right? No, I had I had hardwood floors put in my house, you know, this year, and and I was had to leave my house for a week. The smell lingered forever, but there was no other way to do it. And I know that's a stupid comparison in some ways, but it's the same. It's the same way. Now nobody lost their life when I put in my yeah, hardwood floors, I mean, so that yeah, you know, that's that's a big difference, but. Uh, I mean, we've got over a hundred thousand people out of Afghanistan. One hundred twenty-four thousand. Yeah, that that that's a major project that required a lot. Are there still some people left? Yes. Is that terrible? And should we do everything in our power to get every single person out? Absolutely. And I'm sure that, you know, I'm sure that the government is trying to do that. There's no incentive for the government not to try to do that. Uh, and there are there are ways that it happened. But mm. I, I, let, let's just face it: we had to get out of there. Yeah, we had to get out, and yeah. and you know, it, way too often, and I, I, you know, I know I I get called a lefty liberal and all this other stuff, but way too mm-hmm. often it's Democratic, it's Republican administrations that get us into wars, and Democratic administrations that get us out of wars. Yeah, yeah that's and, historical knowledge. I mean, it, yeah. this is yeah, and and this is this is what happens, and twenty years is enough. I think the most yeah. the most poignant thing Joe Biden said was. I don't want to be sending, you know, American soldiers to risk their lives in Afghanistan for another twenty years. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we, we. I mean, it's, and it's awful that we lost the, the troops that we did uh, getting out, and everybody's outraged about it and, and feels angry about it and sad. However, your alternative is to send more people, more kids, over there to potentially be killed in the next. 12, 14, whatever it would be, years. Yeah. And, and you're not winning this fight. It's not going to happen. You know what the toughest thing for Americans and for America to come to grips with is that not everybody thinks democracy is all that great. And, and That's right. You know, we, we talk about, oh, people, you know, these other countries rammed their way of life down these people's throats. Well, that's what we did, too. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, I, I mean, I happen to think ours is the best. I, I, I think ours is the best way to, but, but they don't. Also, I think, it was, I think it was Kobus that said this. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. When I had Todd Kobus on, he was in uh, intelligence in Iraq. And I asked him about this, and he thought we should have been out of there. But he said one of the things that's the problem is that people in those countries <clears throat> don't have a concept of government. They only have a concept of their religion 
their existence, not government. We have this America, love it or leave it, not there. It's a completely different mindset. And that's why you can't, one of the reasons that you can't change it over or fix it or because it's just not with their heads they were brought up. Yeah, well, you know, Americans have, the priority of a lot of Americans is not to let the government tell them what to do and to enjoy their freedoms, which is an admirable thing yeah. to, to do. Yeah. And, you know, to, to be able to make the choice and, and do all the things that Americans do. In Afghanistan, the main goal is to be alive when you wake up in the morning. And that gives you a different perspective on things. And a lot of Afghans, you know, they want a government that is going to take care of them. And they're not always particular about how that government takes care of them. They just want to make sure that they've lived a different lifestyle. Now, should they, you know, would they react differently if they had a total and fair and open democracy? And would life get better there? Yeah, I believe it. I believe it would. But I don't believe that we have the right to tell them how well, they no, have you to Well, th- no, you, you know where I thought you were going when you started that statement? You said, you know, Americans want to, you know, have their freedom and love it, do what they want to do. And I thought you were going to say, and then we want to go over and force those people <laughs> to be just like us and take away their right to the life they want to live. Mm. You know? I mean, that, that's where I thought he was going, which, yeah. you know. Yeah. It, 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 you know, a typical American response these days is we, we think everybody should have total and complete freedom as long as it doesn't contradict anything we want to do. Right. Uh, right. You know, and it's a, I, I mean, I understand it. And, you know, look, I'm not in any way, shape, or form anti-American. Uh, you know, I, I think this is, you know, this is the greatest country in the world, and I love yeah. it. And, and uh, But we've got to stop and understand that not everybody does things the way we do. If we didn't learn that in Vietnam, and we didn't learn that in Afghanistan. Or Korea. You know, or Korea. Yep, you're right. We'll never learn it. I mean, I mean these are... Look, we, we have a role in the world. We have to be able to enforce certain things. We have to be able to help democracy where it wants to flourish in different parts of the world. All those things are okay. But, you know, whoever thought it was a good idea, and this is, this is presidents, Democrats, Republicans, they thought it was a good idea to stay in Afghanistan for 20 years, and it, it just wasn't. I yeah. know we went there to, to go after the Taliban and to, you know, to secure the security, to use a bad phrase, of, of America. But, my God, in, in the end, let's face it, you know, it was about money. The last mm. 10, 15 years in Afghanistan has been about money, and it, it had to stop. And, and it, it, as much as I don't like the way Biden did it, maybe, I yeah. respect the fact that he stepped up and did it. Now, now how about, how about um, the pandemic? What's your guess? Where this is going to go? Is it going to get better? Are we going to start lightening up? Are we going to start being able to get people? Now we're getting more people to get vaccinated. Um, what do you think? Yeah, I, I, I think it will. I think it, I think it would get a lot better if more people would get vaccinated. Um, you know, I, I look even in our area and I see towns that are still under fifty percent uh, vaccinated in the Sun Chronicle mm-hmm. area, and I just. I, you know, I shake my head. Um, I, had a, I had a discussion the other day with someone who's a very religious person, which I, I respect, and they yeah. said, I'm, I'm not doing this. I'm, 
I'm tr- putting my faith in in God, and I'm right. I'm going to just you know go with this, and I don't want to take vaccinations, and I don't want to wear masks, and and all this, and and it's not an original idea for me, but you know I'm saying to them, well, don't you think at some point God is saying, for crying out loud, I gave you a vaccine, <laughs> right. I gave you you know I gave you the ability for masks, I gave yeah. you to do this, and you're not doing it. Well, what that's do, that's that's. What that's, do you want me to do everything? Yeah, yeah, that's the punchline to the old mm-hmm. joke of the guy there in flooding in uh, New Orleans. And the water's right up, and he's on top of his roof. And he says, I'm, I'm praying to God. I'm looking for God. Yeah. And the guy comes by with a rowboat. And the guy says, no, no, I'm, God's going to save me. And he leaves. <laughs> and then the guy comes with a, with a bigger boat. And he says, no, no, God's going to save me. Then he, a guy comes with a helicopter. No, God's going to save me. And he drowns. <laughs> and he gets to heaven, and he says to the guy, well, what's with you? I had my faith in you. God said, what are you talking about? I sent you a rowboat. I sent you a bigger boat. I sent you helicopters. The Lord helps those that help themselves. And that's the same is true of the mask. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's just, you know, I, I try not to look too much at the Facebook posts in some of these oh, discussion gee, pages. And I just wrote about that just not long ago. But it's, it's kind of crazy. And people, I know, I was talking to somebody in my town, and they said, you know, I... I said, people have to get vaccinated. Unvaccinated people are, are causing more spread of the disease. Doing, and they said, it's our choice. It's our, you know, it's our choice. They said, you know, more people die, you know, die in drunk driving, you know, mm-hmm. situations that die from this. And I said, yeah, and that's why we have seatbelt laws. <laughs> I said, so you know, are, your are, point? are you saying yeah. you should have your choice and you shouldn't have to wear your seatbelt? Yeah. You shouldn't have to wear shoes or or, or a shirt in yep. a restaurant. You shouldn't have to. I. I I don't understand why we make all this about masks. And when people say to me, I'm not taking that vaccine. I don't know what's in that vaccine. Are you kidding me? Have you ever eaten a hot dog? <laughs> I, 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 I mean, tell me, you know, if you, if you t- t- get 10 people, I guarantee you seven or eight of them won't be able to tell you what's in a hot dog. And, and they wouldn't eat it if they knew. I they could, that's being why made. I don't eat them. Yeah, yeah. and so, you know, yeah, that's, really, that's really funny about, you know, I've got my right to do that you know yeah. what's well, the the old saying you know your right to swing your fist ends at the point of the other yeah, person's yeah, nose yeah yeah and and that's I, I i fully understand people being leery about injecting things into their body i certainly wouldn't inject bleach in my body like you know some of the yeah you know oh, our former president was it the dog the cow and horse yeah can you believe worm that? Worming? i mean how insane yeah can you believe that people are, are actually going out and buying Horse dewormer yeah, yeah. And, and, and taking it and going to court for the right to get horse dewormer. Well, know, you know, a friend of mine, a friend of mine, I say a friend of mine, somebody I worked with here in Rhode Island, uh, Mark Bernier, who, uh, who was in Florida. He was a conservative talk show host, huge anti-vaxxer. He, he, I worked with him at GNG years ago. He's on the air, he's on the air in Florida, anti-vaxxer, got COVID and died. And, and and here's the thing, yeah. But here's the thing about this. I was thinking about this last night. You know, you're talking about being on the radio and doing it for you or doing it. You know, you, in your life, you hope somebody will say, "Well, you know, he was a I don't know, a really good soccer player, or he he was very good to his mother, or he <laughs> he you know he helped raise funds for whatever." This guy's legacy is going to be he was an anti-vaxer and he died of COVID. That's what people are going to say about him, who know about him, and it was it was national news. 
And I'm thinking, that's what you want in your life. That's 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 the accomplishment you want that you told the people, don't don't get out. Yeah, I, I I guess maybe there's something to be said for, hey, I did it my way. It cost me my life, but I but I, I did it my way. You just have to wonder how many people really believe that it's that, and how many people just think it's popular or cool to to stand up against conventional you know wisdom and say, you know, it's 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 not a good thing. I you know I had somebody say to me the other day, well. You know, I know pe- I know three people who were totally vaccinated and then got COVID and died. And so I'm not getting the shot. And I said, I know people who wore their seatbelts, were in car accidents, and were killed. That doesn't mean I'm going around saying, don't wear mm. seatbelts. Right. You know, I, 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 I mean, I just, I just don't understand. All right, now, you don't understand. We don't understand. Did we ever do the quiz with you? We didn't do it, did Which we? Which quiz? Okay, we didn't do this. The um, Actors Studio has a quiz that they run at the end of the show, and uh, I lifted it. That means I didn't steal it. <laughs> I, I lifted it. Uh, and so, it. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to ask you these questions, and we're going to ask you to give us a, an okay. answer. Okay. What is your favorite word? Plethora. <laughs> <laughs> what is your least favorite word? Hmm. Hmm. I think my least favorite word is that because I have to go back in my columns and edit that word out like a million you, you times out, that. Of every, okay. out of every mm-hmm. column. What turns you on creatively or spiritually? What turns you on? Creatively or spiritually? A really interesting debate that I haven't made my mind up 100% about yet. What turns you off? Stupid people. <laughs> I don't think we need to get personal Amen. here. I don't think. I mean, I'm being nice to you. Uh, <laughs> what's your favorite curse word? First letter only, please. Uh, that would be the the F word. Right. Yes. What sound or noise do you love? Sound or noise do I love? Um, probably hearing my grandkids laugh. <laughs> Great. What sound or noise do you hate? Leave my radio show out. Of it. <laughs> um, I hate the sound of traffic. I oh. just, I just, I just hate the sound of cars whizzing by. I don't know why. What prof- pr- profession, other than the one you have, would you have liked to attempted? I well, I always wanted to be sports writer for like the Boston Globe covering the Red Sox or the okay. Patriots. Or, right. you know. And what profession would you absolutely not want to do? I would absolutely not want to be an engineer or a scientist type person where I had to do complicated formulas and work <laughs> all that stuff out. When you get to the pearly gates, what do you want to hear God say to you? Um, hmm. Probably, it was touch and go, but you can come in. (laughs) (laughs) Now, this is one I added. This is not on the quiz. What would you like to ask God? Not not necessarily when you pass, but what question do you have for God? I guess I would ask God, how do you draw the line? How, How did you draw the line between 
letting people have their own free choice and taking care of them at the same time. When mm. did you, how did you decide to step in and say, okay, I, I gave you the opportunity to do this, but now you're messing it up and I'm going to have to step in and make something happen yeah. to, to do it. You know, mm. what, what was your thought process? How did you, how did you decide that? Where was, the, where was the dividing point? Pretty cool. Very. I love your answers. Love your column. I like you pretty much as a guy, too. I appreciate uh, our friendship that we've been able to devise a little bit. Yep, I, and, and, and that's it. And, and I thank you because you have opened my eyes to a, a bunch of things, and, and, and I want to wish you much success in continuing with, uh, with 41 and, thank you. And, uh, yeah. and, and your other plan. I don't want to yeah. get ahead or reveal yeah, anything, right, but, right. Yeah. but I hope that uh, things go right. well. Because thank you. My, my my wife, I keep laughing at things. Every time I go by and see the number 41 somewhere and I yep. mention it, my wife just laughs and shakes her head and goes, you never <laughs> would have noticed that before. <laughs> Tom, thanks for being with us today. You're welcome. We like Tom Rafferty, of course, as you know. Yep. Auntie Donna is going to be with us. And uh, we've got um, a bunch of people coming up. Stay tuned. We've got more of Kane and Company. Whether you like it or not, I hope you're going to be part of this because we like to keep things going. Okay. Good morning, good morning, good morning, second hour, Kane and Company. You and me on the radio until noontime today. Want to say good morning, good morning to all police and fire personnel, civil servants, health care employees, and good old number 41. All right. You and me together until noontime. Auntie Donna has arrived and doing semi-well. Hello. Mm -hmm. Look at you. Mm -hmm. Who's in there with your bare face hanging out? Mm -hmm. Awful. And uh, my guests in this hour, um, <laughs> first half of this hour, are uh, Joe Gallagher and Walter Thibodeau from the Lions Club. Four! <laughs> I gotta be teeing off. Actually, Walter's teed me off several times. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe, yeah. So maybe, yeah. Uh, 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 hello. Good morning. Now, Good morning. talk to me. What's happening? Tell me what's going on. You want me to go, Joe? Sure. No. Right ahead. Yeah. We're talking about... I point out to you that Excuse this, me. this is my show. Oh, <laughs> I, if, if I say you're talking, you're talking. <laughs> okay. All right? No? I'm, I'm going to talk, Dave. All right. Here because I listen. I uh, <laughs> you're the one, huh? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, um, so anyway, um, we're promoting our 16th annual golf tournament uh -huh. for the South Attleboro Lions. Yeah. Uh, and... Um, where it's uh, being held at, Joe? Uh, Chamawa Golf Ch Course over mm -hmm. in uh, South Ottawa on Cushman Ave. Didn't you have a Chamawa? I never had a Chamawa. Oh, oh right. that's a Chihuahua. Oh, a Chihuahua, I'm I sorry. So. Chamawa. Chamawa. Now, where's yeah. that? It's uh, Cushman Ave. Um, North Ottawa. North Ottawa. In North Ottawa, okay. North Ottawa, kind right. of in that corner of I North never Ottawa. heard of it before. Yeah. Yeah. Right, yeah. Glenn Bork is yeah. the owner over there. He's been very good to us over the years. Okay. And, um, puts on a great tournament. We put on a great tournament at a great course. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and looking forward to it. It's coming up uh, mm. uh, two weeks from tomorrow, uh, September 19th. We're doing an 8 a.m. shotgun start. Mm. If anybody is interested. No, what is a shotgun start? That <coughs> shotgun means you start, you all start at a different hole, and everybody starts at the same time, and you just progress along the course. So I could start mm. in the middle of the course mm. and end in the middle of the course. After I do 18, then I'm done. Mm. And it makes it go so everybody starts and finishes relatively at the same time. So you don't you don't actually do eighteen holes necessarily. Yes. Yep. But what would you I say you start in the middle of the course? But if I start on the tenth hole, I'll end on the ninth hole. 
Oh, I I'll see. I'll go around the course and mm. come back and finish on the ninth. Okay. So everybody relatively finishes at the same time. So I then see. we all get together and have a meal, mm-hmm. which is part of the package, mm-hmm. and we do prizes and uh, awards for winners and longest drive mm. and shortest drive shortest this drive. year. Do you wear those? Do you wear those those golf clothes? The, the check pants and the bright color shirts and the little hat with the tam on it. Do you it? personally no, 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 no. <laughs> so I had two pairs of golf pants, but I got a hole in one. <laughs> okay, uh, that was your lucky day. Sorry. Oh yeah, my god. Oh. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> I tell you about. You see, I have to explain. To, I, have, I have to explain to Donna. Donna, okay. these guys are golfers. Okay, this is an ardent, ardent fandom. People who play golf, they eat it, they sleep mm-hmm. it, they, right? Mm-hmm. They're yeah. really yeah. into golf. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a story of a guy who's, he, he and his wife have got to go to a wedding, 2 o'clock. And he's, he's, he gets up in the morning, she sees him, and he's got his golf togs on. Mm-hmm. She said, where do you think you're going? He said, oh, I'm going to go out and do nine holes. She said, no, you're not going to do nine because it takes you forever to do nine holes, and we have a wedding. I mm-hmm. want to go to this wedding. He said, I promise I'll be back. I promise I'll be back. I'll shower get back. I promise. So she's boiling, Matt. He goes to, and, and this goes on, and, and she's waiting, and 11 o'clock, he's not there, and 12, and 1, and one thirty, quarter of 2, he's still that yet. You've got going great. She, she can't stand it. She goes to the wedding. She comes back. He's still not back. 11.30 that night, the door opens, and he walk, he's covered in mud. He's all messed up and scraped, and he walks in. She said, I'm going to kill you. He said, no, no, wait, wait, you don't understand. It was, it was terrible. It was terrible. He said, well, we got up there. He said, on the first tee, he said, and Harry gets up, and he takes a swing, and as he swings back, he has a heart attack, and he died. She said, oh, my God. Harry, oh my God! He said, "Yeah." And after that, it was hit the ball, drag Harry, <laughs> hit the ball. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's good. So, yeah. So now, if somebody wants to participate in in this tournament, what do they have to do? Well, they can call me. Um, my phone number is five zero eight two two three six seven four eight, or they can contact us through our website, SouthAttleboroLions.org. All right, SouthAttleboroLions.org. Yeah. .org, easy. Yeah, right? SouthAttleboroLions.org. Yep. yep. And uh, the flyer and the, the explanation of the tournament is on there. My phone number is also on that mm-hmm. flyer. All right. And mm-hmm. you can participate if you want to be a single player. It's $125 per player. Or if you're a business that would like to sponsor a tea for us, uh, yeah. uh, we offer those for $100. Cool. Oh, you're busy. If you had a business, you could uh, maybe pay for a couple of your high-end execs or the people sure. that, Absolutely. you know, people at the yeah. other end of the, the business who have helped out as a surprise. Absolutely. Or into golf, yeah. right? Sure. And uh, one thing we're initiating this year, we are asking um, companies to sponsor first responders. So we've got three companies oh, thus good. far. Mm. who have Very uh, cool. donated Very um, cool. to our cause, and we've invited first responders to join us at no charge to them. Oh. And mm-hmm. thanks for really all good. that they've done for us and that they yep. continue to do for us every mm-hmm. day of the week. Yes. yes. So Very cool. we have three teams thus far, um, two from Attleboro um, Fire Department, and I believe we're trying to, we're working on the North Attleboro Police Department right now. Okay, now when you say a team, how you go? Does that include uh, the women that are first responders in sure, the hospital? Sure, absolutely, yeah. Women, so women, women, women are good golfers, golf? you know. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I absolutely. That was no, a no-no. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, 
Um, so we have uh, Sturdy Memorial is one of our sponsors. Um, the Moncou <laughs> over in South Attleboro. Bailey's yeah. a, a very big supporter of How our How long has the yeah. Moncou been open? Oh, oh my, my God. God. Oh, Generations. 50, 50 yeah, years yeah, anyway. yeah. Generations. I mean, uh, yeah. Yeah. oh, my God. I think Bailey uh, uh, took it's, over for his, from from his, his mom father. and dad. Well, it's, his mother still is um, active, very well, active. Well, I wouldn't. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, but their oh, parents must have because that's a long time ago. Mm. Yeah. When, uh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. they're one of your sponsors. And too. then uh, yeah. the Rheinbold Insurance Agency in North Ottawa. Doug and Doug is also mm-hmm. a big supporter of the Lions. Great. Yeah. Terrific. So we've got three three sponsors thus far. Um, I'm looking for one more. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got a few other people to talk to. Uh, but if you're interested, give us a call or visit mm-hmm. the website. So so what's your goal? How many participants is your goal? Right now we have 22 teams, which makes us for 88 players. Oh, yeah. um, we can get up to 120 on the course, so we're still looking for teams. Uh, foursomes are yeah. always uh, welcome. Um, mm-hmm. We'd like to get at least 25 foursomes, so we're, we're pretty close. Mm-hmm. And I'd like to get the full boat, the 120. Mm-hmm. That would be a, a really great deal. And what's the money going to be used for? Oh, oh, you want the list? I just happened to ask that question <laughs> in case somebody said to me, okay. you know. Well, what does the money go for? Right, now it's my turn. Now it's somebody Walter's says turn. to me, Here we go. I have the list. It, it yeah. says right here on the, on the paper I'm supposed to ask, <laughs> oh. uh, where does the money? <clears throat> Where does the money go? Well, the, the money All goes, it goes Dave, to. It goes uh, to local community contributions like the Hebron Food Pantry, youth sports, annual scholarships, Christmases for kids. Uh, Could Carol you repeat Center that one, please? F- yes, <laughs> Christmases for kids. Thank you. And um, Carol <laughs> Center for the Blind, <laughs> the Barton Center. Uh, Friends of the Larson Senior Center, Keep Attleboro Beautiful, Bethany Fellowship Church, St. Teresa's, and it goes to community service projects such as the ramp projects, as we've talked before about before, the Recreation Department, uh, Halloween Party, the D.A.R.E. program in the city at all the middle schools, self-help food pantries of Attleboro, Attleboro Leo Club, which is the teenagers club at the high schools, um, eyeglass collection, hearing aids, Allard Park cleanup day, Lee's Pond upgrades, and donations to mm-hmm. Lion causes such as uh, Massachusetts Lions Eye Research Fund, Lions District 33S, which we belong to, Hearing Foundation, their eye mobile that we uh, borrow from time to time, uh, multiple district uh, youth speech, um, and the uh, poster uh, contest that, poster, that's held. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's not much. Yeah, yeah. I know. You know, they're going to do something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we're very yeah. active. Club. We do a lot of things uh, in a lot of different ways. Yeah. And yeah. a lot of the money. Well, you know, if we talk about ramps, you know, I, I added mm-hmm. them all up. We, we're well over fifteen thousand dollars invested into ramps. Now, let mm-hmm. tell what that is too, just because people who didn't hear you the last time you were yeah. on, who, mm-hmm. and those people, by the way, are still listening because mm-hmm. the people who did hear it the last time you were on have already shut the radio off. <laughs> 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 They've heard enough. Hear you again. Yeah. yeah. Tell, tell us about the rest. But they keep coming back for you. I understand. <laughs> yeah. No, no. They yeah, come so, back for uh, Donna. It's a, it's a <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, our ramp initiative, uh, we took up about, well, about seven years ago now. And we purchased uh, aluminum ramps uh, and purchased and have donated to us. We've gotten a lot of donations yeah, as yeah. well. And we give them to people in the community that can afford them but need them. 
Um, you know, and this is for their homes now. For their homes. Point out, yeah, That's it's not it. something you you carry around with you. Oh no, 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 you need to get no, into no. a building. No, no, you, no it's it, a temporary. It's a temporary ramp. We stick yeah. with one brand, the yeah. Easy Access brand. So yeah. if you have an Easy Access ramp, you need to get rid of. Okay. Or, um, yep. That we would more than be happy to come and uh, remove it for you. Great, wow. and take so, it for you and, yep. and and find a new home and find a new get home. Get it adopted. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Very cool. yeah, yeah, we were just uh, we were just over at the trailer this morning organizing. Yeah. And uh, we actually picked up, um, well, a, a lot of ramp about two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had someone take a road trip to Connecticut, and oh. um, were, we went to two different locations. There was one in, oh, that's right. There was one down in uh, Westport area, which mm-hmm. we got earlier. Then we went for the road trip into Connecticut for a lot of ramp, mm-hmm. which was a good deal. Um, but one of our members um, just looks at Facebook, Facebook mm-hmm. pages, and he finds these things. And mm-hmm. he says, hey, Joe, do we need? And I said, yeah, we need. Mm-hmm. And so we got the money from the, the, the club. The club gives us a budget to work with, and uh, we go and buy these things. Okay, we're gonna take a break, and when we come back, we have more. I know. Listen, I told them they could come in. Uh, these two jabronis uh, from the South Arbor Lions, and it's southarborlions.org. If you want to know all the stuff about the uh, the golf tourney, and also um, the uh, uh, where the money goes, really cool. You're listening to Kane and Company. Stay tuned. Or any? All right, we're back. We're back. Hey, are you sure? Oh, my heavens. I'm doing what I can. It's not easy to control this, I can tell you. Uh, Donna was started to say something, of course, off the air because she forgets she's on the radio sometimes. Donna was talking about the lines. Go tell tell yeah, them when, what you were talking about. Yeah, when our daughter lost her hearing from chickenpox, the lions donated to her a, a thing that she could use to, to call because she couldn't hear. Oh, but the TYD, what, a T- TYD. Yeah, one of the, a yeah. long time ago. So. Oh, yeah, they were called yeah. TYDs. And we were just very grateful. Yeah. Very grateful. Yeah. Those, are, <coughs> excuse me, those are the types of, you know, projects we get into. I remember the readers we got at one time, the, the, the big screen monitors yep. Yep. that blew up everything. Yeah. Well, uh, one of the people work with, Chuck Whalen, used one of those. He was, uh, he had... I he, legally blind. We wouldn't allow, uh, hire anybody who was illegally blind, right. of course. <laughs> but he was legally blind, and he had the big screen reader. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I'm not from the Lions, mm-hmm. but he had his own. And so you guys supplied that to the list was the list was really something. Yeah. Uh, of the, what you're doing? We're talking about the South Attleboro Lions golf tournament coming up. You know, somebody as a golfer has a chance to golf and help a terrific charity, and that of course is the Lions Club and all of the work that they do. Uh, dot org mm-hmm. for all the details. Yep. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, and they're doing teams of four. Teams of four. Teams four, of four. four person okay. teams. Yeah. And so they're, they're inviting you to be. It's September nineteenth. September nineteenth at eight a.m. at Chamawa Golf. Chamawa. 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 Yep. Why did they name it Chamawa? Uh, well, it's is it an Indian name? Yes. Yes, it's a local tribal mm-hmm. name. Yeah, I think. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, oh, I, I just thought that they were chamawas like everywhere. Like I, I just thought, like, you could buy a chamawa. No? No, no it's a chihuahua, chihuahua Donna. Come yeah. on. <laughs> <laughs> I thought she just said this. This is not a dog. This is a golf course. <laughs> or a Native American. Ah. Yeah. So well, I, I believe it was a, uh, I can That pretend. area was, um, well, this whole area was Native American at yes. one point, right? Yes. Back in the 1600s, 1500s, yeah. 
Yeah, oh, of course. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the whole country was. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It was. I, I don't know if you That's heard. Right. I don't know if you heard. <laughs> you know, well, I didn't. Pil- know. I didn't pilgrims I didn't. came and they taught the Indians to bow their head and pray. And when the Indians looked back up, their land was gone. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So that's yeah. everywhere. Everywhere. Exactly. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm glad. Yes. So um, if you'd like to join us at the tournament, we have a good time. Know, gonna have to oh, we, it, we have yeah. a lot Indian of different lesson. events that go yeah. on during the tournament. Yeah, exactly. Um, that it's included in the package at breakfast, uh, luncheon. Uh, we have raffles that go on. Yeah. We have penny socials. We have a silent auction this year, we too. We have a silent yeah. auction. We were just talking about those Yankee tickets. Yes. Four tickets, yeah. uh, Loge, uh, Loge Box 103, mm-hmm. four seats to Yankees Red Sox the week after our tournament. Mm-hmm. It's wow. a silent auction. So if you're interested in that, let me know. We have some uh, Patriots tickets we as well. We also have some we? Patriots tickets, the last game against Jacksonville. Yes. Um, they're in uh, the 200 sections, so they're not far off the field. Um, two but rails if, back. But just to get tickets, period. Just to get tickets, period, yeah. <laughs> Unless you're but, a season ho- a ticket holder, you're yeah. not going to get them. Yeah. So we got some great prizes, yeah. and we have a good time. So we, we sell these packages, um, so we get a string. So you use a string to get to the hole, or you use a string to, to, to make a putt. Um, and we get mulligans, we give mulligans, you actually have to buy mulligans. Uh, and this Down is completely it's like a different language. Yeah. Yeah. What, what's a mulligan? This is mulligan is Mulligan's a guy who lives off, just off the course. <laughs> and no, for no. five bucks, he'll come over and kick the ball into the hole for you. <laughs> yeah. I was, uh, well, he's an old Scottish guy. That's where golf started. And yeah. he kept taking extra shots. It's an extra shot. Hmm. So in they the give game you of golf, they, give, you know, they can give you one, right? Can right. they give you a mulligan, right? They, you get a mulligan. Yeah. That's hmm. right. And we give you three of them for the $5 purchase. Dude. So, so like when, when it's right on the edge of the hole... You get to, you, you know, jumping up and down is not like, not like in the house <laughs> where it'll fall in. <laughs> you do it no, you'd have to go one? back to where you started and do that over again. Oh. And just hit it a little harder. Oh, mm. that's the yeah, mulligan. that's the mulligan. You can't just right. drop it in. Well, that's what the string is for. So if you get on the oh. green and you're 30 feet from the hole, you take out the string that's two and a half feet, you put it near the hole, and you have a two and a half foot pop left. Boom. You're good. Mm. So that that's another way. So it's a fun tournament. Our winner usually is fourteen or fifteen below par. Yeah. So it's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. So you got some big hitters who can reach the greens on the par fours, and then they take out the string and they've got an eagle, a net two for a four. An eagle? You bring eagles there? Yes, we bring birdies, we bring eagles, and we bring albatrosses. Do you treat them well? I'm an um, animal rights person. When we can find them, yeah. you got to imagine how much Donna is into this. She's a real uh-huh. bird brain. Yeah. And, and, and <laughs> she's really into this, so she's going to be fun. She's also <laughs> a good sport. Yes. <laughs> well, speaking of sports, yes. Uh, so golf, the aggregate score. So every time you hit the ball, it costs you a stroke. So if oh, you God, four times do people on a have hole. strokes, too? Right. Do you have medical people there to make Didn't sure they're okay? Hit the ball, drag Harry. <laughs> <Hit the> ball. <laughs> drag Harry, there you go. <laughs> drag him to the next hole. It's his turn. Uh, <laughs> SouthArborLions.org. SouthArborLions.org. For those of you that speak golf, you can, you know, uh, go there. Uh, it's a great, uh, you know, it's a great resource for helping others uh, and having a good time, of course, on the golf course with three people you don't really yeah. care that much about. It'll be fun. <laughs> Check it out. You mean my wife? South of <laughs> no, take my wife. Uh, Will you let your wife go you. there? 
Well, actually, she's the co-chair of the tournament, so mm-hmm. she's staying behind to manage all the mm-hmm. prizes, mm-hmm. And the registration stuff, because we have a bunch. Well, you of do the fun stuff. Yes, I get to play golf, go. which is go. the fun part. He gets to drag Harry, and I get to drag <laughs> Harry. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. I want to thank you guys for coming in. Well, I, I really appreciate it. A- anytime. Walter and I go back a long time to uh, Christmases for kids. Yes. Way yeah, back in definitely. the beginning. A long time. And you always thought, pretty soon he'll stop coming around. <laughs> 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 but it didn't Lucky happen. You. <laughs> uh, come back again when the Lions have got other things going on. Absolutely. Okay, please. Yeah, we'll be back we uh, first of the year maybe. Uh, yeah. Promote our uh, our dance. Yeah, no, yeah. Not, um, not that, not, not, yeah. not, not, no. not that soon. No, <laughs> yeah, we'll let you know. Yeah, we'll let you know. Gee, thanks. So thank you very hey, much. Hey, thanks so much, Dave. We Anytime, it we much. appreciate it. Uh, SouthAdelboroLions.org for this uh, terrific uh, golf tournament, the nineteenth of September. Now, listen, don't don't lose out on this. Get to it and uh, call a couple of friends and say, hey, let's go do this and make yourself uh, feel good about you and uh, make the people who you help feel good about them. It's really terrific. Thanks a lot. Thank you, Dave. All righty, you, me, together on the radio, Auntie Donna is with us, of course. And um, it's been a very eventful morning so far. Fun. Really Really fun. Yeah, Yeah. really cool. Uh, Bill Gavea coming in. and and Bill Gavea. (laughs) Bill Gavea. You're liking it, yeah. Mm, I do. And, of course, it's time to beat Tom up. No, I mean, really. I mean, we love Tom. I mean, but I mean, he's talking about the, in the '80s and and remembering every single. Mo- and, I know and, he's got a and great credits memory. Me, I know, but he. I don't know. I think he he credits me with stuff I never said. I mean, I no, bet he, not. He, no, no, no. I, he's got a really doesn't good even memory. sound like me. The stuff he's, he's got said. a really good memory. In a little while, I think we're going to hear from Peter Mello uh, from Waterfire in Providence. They're op- uh, kicking it off tonight, and they're have saluting first responders. That? I have, yeah. I never yeah. have. Yeah. I know. Excuse me. I'm sorry. I, no, I haven't gone to it. Yeah. I've watched it on TV. Yeah, I've seen never. it on TV. No. It's, no it, people it's, were there, and I could just be there by myself Well, then with there my wouldn't dog. be any purpose in doing it. Would it would be so but, fun yeah. for me. It is really nice, you know? and the, the music plays all throughout. They like, have really hot like, guys like who Disney r- and, bring you around in boats and stuff. No, no, it, it, no. Well, you can go the gondolas. I think they sell the gondolas. We'll find mm. out this year. Mm. And what they do, they they lit these fires. Mm-hmm. It's very pretty. Oh yeah. And and everybody From comes and there's you know yeah. food trucks and all that jazz, and it can be really nice. Uh, and tonight is the kickoff, and they're saluting first responders. They've been waiting said, for so long to do this. Everybody, it's like. Well, you know, yesterday morning on the, the Today Show, they had uh, Keith, uh, what's his name, the country singer, Keith Urban. Mm-hmm. And there were tons of people out there, no masks on, all in a huge crowd. New York, at, New York. Yeah, but it was really odd. I thought I didn't see one person wearing a mask. COVID, COVID. <laughs> yeah, and mm-hmm. I didn't see, I, it was really weird. That is, that's scary. Yeah. Yeah, I want to re-mention, uh, <laughs> I want to re-mention um, the South Attleboro Lions. Uh, you can uh, get more information on this uh, golf tournament. It's coming up on September 19th at SouthAttleboroLions.org. And uh, we want people to, uh, to consider that. Now, you didn't know any of the stuff that was going on with uh, 
All the stuff that they're gonna, they do yeah, for all, other all the, people? All, no, no, no. All the things that they mentioned in golf. The mulligans. Oh, yeah, I had no idea. And the birdies. Idea. It was like, well, eagles. I like the birdies part. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. like, we have turkeys at home, the birdies. We call them yeah, birdies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, I mean, you know, that's really something. Mm. So, um, now if Tom Rafferty is listening, um, I'll mention to him quietly that this guest is not calling mm. that, that he wanted me to interview. Oh. So, and he didn't bring a, a number for me to call. Hmm. In case he forgot, because he's he's putting on water fire tonight. He he may have you know he's busy. Hmm. Probably forgot. You think he want a lot of people to know though? Yeah, but I mean, if you're in the middle, I mean, that's a huge undertaking. I yeah, mean, that's really massive. Mm-hmm. And um, doing it the morning of the of the gig, I wouldn't do a an interview the morning of a show. I was going to be doing probably. No, I wouldn't either. Yeah. No, too busy. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah. Um, so just to let Tom know if he's, what is it? Can you? Oh, that's my phone. Hold on, that's my phone. Oh, maybe maybe that's Tom. No, 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 no. no. Somebody else. Is it okay. the water fire dude? No, no. Hmm. Oh well. Five zero eight two 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 thirteen twenty. If you'd like to hop on the line and join us on the radio, love to hear from you. Five zero eight two 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 thirteen twenty. And uh, I said somebody said to me the other day. Oh, you mean I can call in? Now, I guess we, I mean, we, I, I don't give the phone number out. No. A lot. No. Because we have guests on. And usually people don't want to call when the guests are on because they right. want to listen to the guests. Right. Unless they say something or that's uh, provocative to them or mm-hmm. they didn't get all the details they wanted, whatever. So anyway, at 11 o'clock this morning, by the way, uh, our other guest who's coming in is Ty Waterman, uh, city councilor of the city of Attleboro. Uh, We've had Ty in a couple of times, and we haven't seen him in a long time. Mm. And I wanted to get him in here until we've got another election coming up. I think he's up for election, re-election, and I I don't know if the whole council is up for re-election or not. I don't know how they do that. I don't understand anything like that. Well, everything's different in different towns. Sometimes... They have stuttering, stutter elections, which is, you know, yeah, yeah. this section is up and mm-hmm. then that section. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. like in government, you know, off-year, what they call off-year elections. And I don't know why they call them off-year elections because they're elections. I don't know how it can be an off-year election. That's why I can't understand any well, of it. Well, I guess every weird. four years or whatever. You know? mm-hmm. And then they do the every two-year thing. Anyway, so uh, anyway, Ty Waterman is coming in. Uh, I'm trying to get uh, as many uh, city councilors and city council candidates in as I can. Uh, we haven't got a lot of time. Yeah, give them a good chance to let their thing be. Yeah, let people heard. know that they are indeed running and they mm-hmm. are, they do have stuff going on. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, but a lot don't want to to do this show. No, they don't. Can't imagine I'm such a nice guy. I know, I know. Yeah. They just don't know yeah. what they're missing. Mm. Mm-hmm. Well, let me um, see what I can do here. 508-222-1320, if you'd like to hop on the line, we'd like to hear from, from you. Sure. Wouldn't we? Yeah, there's so much yeah. that people could be talking about. Yeah. Like the abortion thing. Uh Oh, yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Now, you are certainly uh, against abortion. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. 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 
I mean, for, for, for kicks and giggles, yeah. If, if, there's a, if there's a reason for anybody's safety to have an abortion for, for any reason, uh, then that's a whole other thing. But just to, just for, just to uh, yeah. go around getting abortions for the no, hell of it. No, you know? no, 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 no. I'm saying, but you're in favor of somebody having the right to be able to do it. Yeah. Not that you're in favor of the abortion itself, no. certainly. Um, Nobody would be. That's crazy. Th- that's right. That's right. Nobody is. Nobody really would be. But it's about it's about the um, you know the opportunity to have again have the freedom to do what you can with your body. Mm-hmm. Hello. Uh, hi, Tom. Hey, Tom. Hi, <laughs> Tom. Tom, we're, we're 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 on the radio, Tom. We're we're, uh, we're over here in the radio studio, and. <laughs> yeah. um, and you call me now. I'm gonna now. You like to tell everything <laughs> off the air. You you like to tell everything on the air. You tell everything stuff that nobody wants to hear or cares about. Oh, hearing. I love what he says. Right. Well, yeah, of yeah. course you do. But yeah. I'm I'm just pointing out here. So Tom called me um, Thursday, I think, and he said to me, maybe it was yesterday, Friday. You know, it's Thursday, and he said, you know, I I kind of overbooked the show. That he was, you know. Because it was very important to have the laughers on, <laughs> and 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 he overbooked the show, and he asked me if I would find some time in this show for the water fire guy, right? And Peter I said, Peter, Peter uh, Mello, Peter Mello. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And um, so Peter was supposed to call in at ten thirty. I so know. I so I trimmed down my friends Walter and Joe. Uh, mm. From the South Attleboro Lions, mm. by the way, SouthAttleboroLions.org. You can go for the golf tournament and to plug mm-hmm. the golf tournament. So I could squeeze in the water fire because they're su- saluting first responders. And Joe was involved mm-hmm. in it and somehow I know he he said say hello to Peter for him. So Joe Gallagher mm-hmm. knew. So I mean, you know, it was going to be very nice, and I did it very neatly, and I was able to do it. And get, you know, Tom, I was able to get to the break in half hour, and I was. Donna, Don't you yell Donna, at Tom? Don is pointing. No at me. yelling at no, Tom. No, but I mean, I was able Not to get to, to the bottom of the hour break and go to the commercials, hoping that my phone would ring mm-hmm. and I could go right into yeah. the interview at, yes. at ten thirty, mm-hmm. right? You know, because yeah. I, I like to do things neat. Yeah, I like to be neat. You are very neat. Jerry Vale, the singer, Jerry Vale once said to me. You work very neat. Mm-hmm. I, I had opened for him. And so you know, know that forever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So 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 now so here I am sitting at Tom, and I'm looking, uh, <laughs> I'm looking at a, at a phone line here that that's, that's nobody on it, Tom. I nobody on my line. No, no. I will take full responsibility. Oh, sure, you can say that. You're driving out of town. You don't care. If, but if, <laughs> no, well, let me let me offer you this. Uh, I I could make a call down there. I I don't really have a number for him either. No, no, no. If you no, go no. on the computer. And oh, sure. Let me do that. I got nothing else to do, Tom. <laughs> let me go there. Let me do that. Yeah. Let well, me produce my show live on the air. That's good. Yeah. That'll you be good. do it on the lower computer. Just type it in. Hey, I'll type <laughs> it. And I'm sure they're answering their phone today <laughs> because there's nothing going on for them tonight. Yeah, I'm me, sure they, add, they can't wait. What I can do. No, 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 I no, no, it. don't, no, don't. But I'm going to predict something. I'm going to predict what? something. Now, what? now, I don't want you to do anything, but I, I predict <laughs> that at 11:30 this morning, my phone's going to ring. My guess is that 
He thinks it's 11.30 instead of 10.30. Oh. Maybe. Do you have anyone on at 11? Oh, you do have. I, ha- I have Ty Waterman coming in, but oh, that's, that's okay. Right. That's all right because. I would love to talk with him and um, well, because right in with the only, only because they are saluting <laughs> first responders. And, right. and I, have a, I, I can really relate to them because as a performer, I am, of course, a last responder. Exactly. I, I haven't had a chance to work in a year and a half. So, I'm, so yeah. After this conversation, I will call. And no, no, don't call. No, no, no don't no. call. Don't help. Don't help. I'm like, nobody knows better than me when a when a guest doesn't call because it happens to me occasionally. Well, too, it's okay so. that they no, but I don't because mind. you're a skilled host, you can cover for the it. The thing was, I about. had I had all the show booked. I was all done. I understand. And then right. and then I even said to you, I have to call you back, right? I didn't say, oh, right. sure, Tom. I had to call you back because I had to check to see. Right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and I confirmed it too. And I, it, we, oh, yeah, there you go. He even confirmed. Does it. this mean we're not having lunch on Thursday? You may have confirmed. <laughs> you may have confirmed it, but did you baptize it? That's what I want to know. Because no, first you got to baptize, then you confirm. I guess our coffee, our every other Saturday coffee session is off now. So yeah, yeah, I don't know. We're gonna have to see. <laughs> you know, because uh, uh, bye. Oh, God. Alrighty, you and me together until noontime. Auntie Donna was saying, you know, I'm just laughing. They're talking about autism, and uh, our daughter, our uh, granddaughter Charlotte yeah, has autism. Mm-hmm. And, um, and they're in uh, San Francisco, and they were waiting. They got a chance, Billy and his wife Maureen, uh, were, were waiting at the front door. It was one of the, Billy finally, it was one of the times Billy could greet the bus when she came home from school. Aww. So they were very excited about it because Billy works a lot of hours. He's at the uh, opera. And um, so the bus comes and, and, and Charlie gets off the bus. And of course, they're very excited. They're going to hug her and Hawaii, give you a kiss. I'm so glad you're home, honey. And she got off the bus, the story I'm told, she got off the bus. She walked right by them. <laughs> she opened the front door, walked in, <laughs> went to the fridge, went to the fridge, got out of, of sparkling water, went back, sat on the couch, picked up the remote, and turned on the TV. <laughs> <laughs> and, that was, classic, and that was it. Classic autism. Well, really? classic really? teenager too. I mean, classic kid. I mean, it was yeah. Hi, mom. It was like a, who knows? I mean, but it was just really funny that she was. Determined that she knew exactly what she was going. She's awesome. And yeah, it was funny. It was really funny. <laughs> so we were talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> that would make a great little thing. Yeah, a little, TV. a little blip. Yeah. You know, yeah the parents yeah. are like, what? <laughs> Hello? Yeah. Yeah. Get Charlie to do a do a cartoon about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. You and me on the radio till noontime today. 508 222 1320. Ty Waterman coming in uh, at. Um, at 11 o'clock this morning. It's, it's interesting, you know, we talked with Bill Gouveia about, about the, the preliminary. I hadn't Bill thought... Bill Gouveia. Gouveia. <laughs> I, I, hadn't, I hadn't thought about the thing about <laughs> the preliminary so one person can be out. It's oh, you be, never did? Oh. I, it hadn't occurred to me. No, I mean, in this specific mm. instance. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, why are they having a preliminary? Why don't they just have the election and have three people in the election? Yeah. It was weird. Yeah, it's it is it's annoying actually. I think. Well, it's a waste of money. Yeah, it's stupid. You know, 
And, uh, and, and the other thing that's tough, it's very hard, much too hard than it should be, um, to get people to vote anyway, mm-hmm. just to get people out to vote. Yeah. It's been terrible to get people, enough people to, to care. Yeah. You think it's going to fall like the gentle rain from heaven or whatever they think. Mm-hmm. And it drives you crazy. And to getting them out twice, you have to be invested in your candidate to go out twice, I think. I think so, yeah. And, yeah. Not, and most people are not. Most no. people are not. No, I mean, whoever, whoever, if you took all of the people who are in, who are in uh, you know, looking to, to get somebody into that office or any office, there's, no, there's only a hand, comparatively, a handful of people who are that ardent about it. Mm-hmm. And getting yeah, I'm people, crazy about voting. Are you? Mm, yes. I love to vote. I, I, I insist that my children vote. Yeah, yeah, sure, of course. I drag yeah. my son where, where, you know, he doesn't want to go. Yeah. We, we've done the mail-in thing for the past yeah, couple yeah, of years. Yeah, yeah, so. But voting's voting. I mean, that, mm-hmm. but yeah. getting, getting people out twice is mm. even, it, it doubles, <laughs> doubles or triples mm-hmm. the, the trauma of it, you know. Well, yeah. And unless you have been, you know, dealing inside baseball, so to speak, unless you know who's on first and what reason you sure. really would want to make a change or not make a change, who mm-hmm. knows? Um, it, it's just so. Bill's point is well taken. It should be one, yeah. should be one election, and not a primary to take one person out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it makes no sense. Mm. Have you got a feel for this this year? You, do you have any idea? You, do you think the mayor is going to be reelected? Do you think uh, Poor is going to be the new mayor? Mm. Uh, you know, you I mean, do think that the mayor will be reelected. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, if that were the because case, because you know, you know, it's the people who will vote for Paul. Who? Which women? Uh, two polls. Oh, oh. Um, Paul no, no, that's Jim. Hero. I'm sorry. Hero, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, who mm. will go out and vote? It's it's the ones that that really believe in him. Who will go out and actually vote? That's funny because I'm not sure that's the case either. Because people have a tendency to think, "Well, he's in; that'll be it." Like I think, not me. I'm talking as somebody else. They say to themselves, "I think he's doing a good job, right?" And I'm sure everybody else does too. So he doesn't need me to show up. Oh, that's dangerous. I, I know, I but that's that happens one often. of the thought. Pro- oh, I think it happens too much, especially with what's happening yeah. now. Here. Well, and, and, and this is what they fought against hard when uh, when Trump was running. Oh yeah. In twenty twenty, that that was you know, the, 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 this was the the fight because people thought, oh well, he'll he won't get in in sixteen. I should say in sixteen, mm-hmm. he won't get in. Yeah. I'm not going to go out and vote. He won't get in. Well, in 2020, they said, "Oh no, we're not lo- we're not doing that again." Mm-hmm. But I think people do think, "Well, they're fine," because if you don't think there's any reason to make a change, you don't. You also don't think other people, many other people, think there's any reason well, to make a change. Well, that's only if you're kind of a dummy and you're not paying attention to what's going on. Well, yeah, but you know, here's the thing: uh, look at everything that's going on in the world. There are a lot of people who just cannot focus on everything. They're out of work. Oh. They're worried about being sick. Mm. They're worrying mm. about masks, no masks, vaccination, no vaccination. Mm. Um, 
all, all of the all of the traumas that have distracted you. I don't give a good diddly who's mayor. I, I, all I want to do is go back to work, or all I want to do is oh, yeah, stay I can alive. See people, yeah, I know a lot of people like you that, know, I guess. And, and, and it's just, and you know, and now the, I mean, the Afghanistan thing, I think I told you, the Afghanistan pullout, not the pullout itself, but has just really depressed the hell out of me. Really? It's, it's really, really bothered me. In what way? I thought it was the right thing to do. Um, but the way it was done was it was tough. Yeah, it wasn't and, and done. I, pr- and I'm not yeah. sure I would know how to do it better. First of all, right. Uh, it, but there was no way, like we talked about earlier, there was no way not to do it bad. There was no way not to do it. Well, bad. I think if they had moved sooner, it might have not been as disastrous. Well, I don't but know I don't because know. Well, well, what, what do I know? Yeah, well, that's what I'm but I mean, me either. But here's the thing: it, it there is no way. There was no way to get out of there cleanly. None. And if you try to do it earlier, you telegraph, and the problems start earlier. Mm, the way oh, they, that's true, right? too. She says, yeah. okay, and, and <clears throat> Trump made a mistake. Anyway, I mean, Biden said he was going to be out by a certain date. Mm. That, I think, was a bad idea because now you've got people going, okay, we've only got so much time, da 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 da, da where, I mean, I don't even know if you can do it in a short distance without announcing it. Like, just do it, you know? Yeah, I don't know either. And uh, announcing and, it, you'd think you wouldn't want to announce it because the Taliban would hear it. Well, that, uh, bing, well of course. Bing. I mean, uh, well, yeah, yeah. And, now, and now ISIS and, I mean, now mm. ISIS and Taliban mm. are enemies. And they're, mm-hmm. I mean, who's the hell's on first? So I'm not sure there was any way to do that the right way. I mean, even in Vietnam, you know, they were standing on buildings and waiting for the last helicopter out. Uh the old expression is, you know, you break it, you buy it. And here they were there. And the reason that it wasn't done before this, it took 20 years, is because every president knew this is what they were going to run yeah. into trying to get out. Yeah, they didn't want to be that president. Right. <laughs> or maybe worse. Or may, I mean, it might have been worse. Yeah. Yeah. Who the hell knows what? Mm-hmm. You know, and so... At least Biden was brave enough to, to do it. Yeah, it was a tough he one. Had good I mean, it, it, it's really, really tough, and it's really uh, not a popular thing. The, inc- the getting out was popular, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But it's like you say, the okay, um, I don't know. I want eggs for breakfast, you know, and you make me an omelet. I'm going, what you do to the eggs? Mm-hmm. What you do to the eggs? <laughs> well, you wanted eggs. He was mm-hmm. like, no, I did. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's like <laughs> you, know, you want it out, you know. Yeah. You want to be out, you got to do something to get them out. I just feel so bad for the interpreters. The All the people that, yes, My yes, God, yes. well, they, they oh. got a lot of them out, and, mm. and but not enough, I don't think. And and this that's the horror of it. I mean, there's another way they were trying not to telegraph what was going on. Right. To try to protect the people. Yeah. I mean, these people were supportive of us. and We and, promised and we, them. We promised them a lot, and mm-hmm. and uh, I think we're still attempting to do what we can with them. I think so, yeah. Uh, but but it's harder and harder. War as hell, and and it, I mean, it, it like like Todd was saying, it, it's a different world there. I mean, no kidding, Dave. But I mean, you look at it and you realize, like he it made it that interesting point to me about they're not government people. Mm-hmm. They're not about their government, you know. Here we're about, I say, about the government. 
the country is is an entity and it has a government and we and our thought process is all and not it's the there. right government. It's the right, of course. <laughs> it's the, it's the only, only government. That's it. The only <laughs> but and then you see how these people have, have had to deal with a different. They've being di- brought up differently. Oh, totally, yeah. totally. That's. I think that's why a lot of the Afghan Afghanis um, didn't fight with when they were trained by our troops. Yeah, that's because they another, knew what was going to happen. Well, that exactly. That's another that's another facet of this that it wasn't that they didn't think that the army would fold. I don't think they didn't think it would fold so quickly. Yeah. They were stunned at how fast they said, "Okay, I'm out of here." Because they didn't live with that uh, with that kind of a, a upbringing and childhood and early, you know, mm-hmm. Well, the, Americans, intelli- the Americans intellect did not yeah. live like that. But our intelligence should have known something about You'd it. You'd think so. Yeah. You would really think so. Yeah. yeah. Because, but, I mean, but they really, didn't, evidently. Yeah. Really tough. Mm-hmm. It's really tough. So, I mean, I, it really bothered me. The thing is, it really bothered me. Mm. And I was surprised because I, I thought more of other, you know, I, I mean, I was just surprised. And uh, and I'll be glad when it settles down. And, and, and how will it settle down? There will be more wars going on over there. You know, now one of the things that uh, is interesting, uh, Congress now is also studying and going back to 9-11. Yeah, yeah, and having people talk about it. And, and, and find out what's going on. How did you feel? Yeah, all that. yeah. Yeah, mm. and something's happening there. And I told you the story about Giuliani and what the the father said to mm-hmm. me, the father of the firefighter, mm-hmm. who told me about Giuliani and his non-bid walkie-talkies and everything. Yeah. And I think there's another place where we're going to see Giuliani's name coming up. Oh, sure. But what else? What fact. else do you think might be? Why? Why would they be looking at it? Again? I have no idea. But it's going to be. It's, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I have no clue. Um, I just know how shocked I was when I heard about Giuliani when I went to New York that yeah. time. Yeah. And then it turns out you find out what a lot of this was about. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. We, we're getting through a lot of muck and mire here. Yeah. And if we can just get it so we can get back to work and get get our entertainment going again and get mm-hmm. people to have a place to, they're, they're dying to, to go to a show. They're dying to go to a show and forget some things. Yes. Laugh. Yeah. And I hope that um, that that'll be happening soon because I could use it. <laughs> God knows. No, people I could use it. you. You're a funny guy. <laughs> you do. You. Everybody's there and they're focusing on you and not anything else. Yeah. Well, the, la- the, the laughter. They said, you know, laughter. While you're laughing, you can't think of anything but what you're laughing at. That few seconds mm-hmm. when you laugh, mm-hmm. everything is out of your mind. Yeah. And it's just that laughter. Mm-hmm. We'll take a break, and when we come back, Ty Waterman will be here, and I hope you'll stay with us. Uh, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Second, the final hour, Cana Company. Want to say good morning, good morning to all police and fire personnel, civil servants, healthcare employees, and good old number 41. All right. All right, baby. Auntie Donna is in attendance this morning. Good morning, Miss Sprague. Good morning. Look at you. Oh, my God. You're oh, just don't. All spe- is that <laughs> a, I haven't seen an off-the-shoulder gown early, <laughs> as early in the day as that. It's very no, nice. Huh? 
Very nice. Well, I like to surprise you. you yeah, know. I know. Yeah. Yeah. And by the way, it's off the shoulder because she has no shoulders. That's exactly <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, and uh, to my right, your left, as you look at the radio, is uh, Councilman Ty Waterman. Good morning, Mr. Waterman. How are Good you, sir? Good morning. I am fine. Good. Glad to see you. Mm. Um, I wanted to have you on. I gave Ty a call because I'm trying to get... As many people as I can running for office to be on the air and That's good. use our, our airtime to, well, their airtime, not our airtime, right. their um, to be able to let people know what's going on. Now, now, how long have you been a counselor now? Well, I actually got uh, elected in a special election, 2018. Uh-huh. So right. believe it or not, three years. Wow, fast, mm. huh? So it feels yeah. like my third term coming up. But it's really my two and a half. Yeah. Wow. Now you now you uh, you're a social worker by profession. Absolutely. Or, I, yeah. I was a social worker for a long time. Uh, originally at Rentham State School. Oh, oh yeah. Wow. And I run into people living right here in Attleboro that know me from that sometimes. Mm. Uh, did this week, and I was uh, laid off along with. Uh, Half the free world. Not, 98 <laughs> professionals. Oh, yeah. In the last week of Michael Dukakis's being oh, in office. Oh, wow. Wow. Because these were people who were in professional positions at the state school who um, were not as protected by civil services they thought they were. Oh, oh, wow. And I always wondered, why did Michael Dukakis feel he had to do it as he was going out of office? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, I ended up in Boston, working in Boston as what they call service coordinator. Mm-hmm. And I worked uh, 10 years for the state, uh, DDS, Developmental Services with Handicapped, mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. intellectually handicapped. And, and what, what, you know, people hear these titles, and what do you do? Like what did you do? What, what well, was with the, the state, the ju- yeah, with yeah, the state. Because I ended up leaving the state and working for twenty years for a private agency that I had supervised. Yeah, oh, that's usually right. better. Oh, wow. yeah. But with the state, we primarily ran once a year uh, their um, ISP, an individual service mm-hmm. plan. Okay. Mm-hmm. And we had so many of them that we were doing a couple a week. You know, our caseloads would be like sixty-five a year, mm. and the mountain of paper that you'd have to go through mm-hmm. and visiting these programs. Okay. Yeah. Um, so we're getting services to people who needed them. Yeah. Under this. Yeah. yeah. And and managing all the other people who gave the services mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. Wow. And then I ended up being hired to run the program, uh, DDS program of for one of the largest social service agencies in Boston. And um, I loved it. And what I, is that? What was that what organization? Well, believe it or not, they now changed the name. Uh-huh. What but was it was it? called Dare Family Services. Oh. And they oh. had offices. Uh, the nearest office was in Taunton. So oh. they had statewide oh. offices. Oh. And, um, but I was the one with the most experience, and so mm-hmm. they, they asked me to run it. And um, why, why did you like it? What was it that made you like it so much? That's a really good question. Now, if you're coming up with a really good answer, it would be nice. <laughs> it, it would. It would. Nobody's asked me that question before. You're kidding. No. <laughs> Nobody ever has. Wow. I loved working with the foster parents. That's one thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were a little hesitant to hire me because all the foster parents were minorities, and I'm not. Yeah. But um, 
they did hire Yeah, but me. you're Step Irish. That's like Step a Irish. That's yeah, th- thank you. Yeah, yeah. Thank right. you. <laughs> we should explain that <laughs> well, maybe down <laughs> later. Yeah. Uh, so I would run groups of foster parents, and I love running groups, mm. and they can learn from yeah, each other, share each other's stories. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I really liked working with, with what I called clients. Who I saw f- through two pregnancies, two little, wow. two little girls. The first mm. little girl got taken away by the state one hour after she was oh, born man. in Boston because she was mm-hmm. yeah. intellectually disabled, yeah. and that really, really gnawed at me. Mm-hmm. We went to court to get that baby back, so I represented in court. Okay, and not we couldn't get that one back, but we got the next one back. Okay. When the state put wow. that person in a in a foster okay. home, wow. yeah. um, I I supervised um, May Lang, who is marvelous Marvin Hagler's um, mother, yeah. who is a was a wonderful foster par- parent in Brockton, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. She, and she basically raised a young man from eighteen to thirty three until he had a very unfortunate accident Aww. and left left this world, mm-hmm. and so. D- it, it was a very personal thing trying to help both the clients mm-hmm. and the foster parents. My, my sister, um, <clears throat> years and years ago, was a foster parent. Really? And uh, it drove me nuts because she, these little kids, she, she always got little ones, you know, five, six. And they would finally get to feel what a home was really like. And, and then at one point or another... Of course, they would be moved back out. Mm-hmm. And I could never invest like that knowing that someone was going to pull the kid after that. I mean, it's heartbreaking. It's like, you know, it's like losing a child every again and again and again. But that normalcy, yeah, the normalcy would be with them way after they had to move to another place. Oh, no, I don't. I think it's great that she did it. I'm mm-hmm. just talking about being, yeah. if I were a. a you know, forced a parent, it would drive. I couldn't be. It would drive me nuts. I couldn't. Either. I couldn't do it. Uh, don't you find that the or do you find that these parents get attached sometimes? Oh, separation is extremely horrible, attached right? because these people have to be of a certain ilk and a certain yeah. background and a certain caring, right? They're not in that for the money. Let me tell yeah, you. Yes, for sure. They're yeah. really not. DCF Division. Well, of isn't that why all the people on welfare okay. have a lot of kids so they can just live in luxury? Isn't that why? Mm-hmm. Come on, tell me. I wouldn't you know. You can say it. You can tell me. Yeah. <laughs> isn't it? Yeah, go. <laughs> this was a little different than Division and Children yeah, and Family Services. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they there was a lot more bouncing around to homes with children under you know who up to the age of eighteen, but in in we, I had adults. From 1882, and many of them stayed in the same home the whole time I was there. Mm-hmm. And that's how I think it should be. Yeah, yeah, it, it's very tough. It's very tough. She was in, she was in New Hampshire, by the way, not, not in Massachusetts. My sister, and right. so it was probably a different system, but it drove me nuts. So after all of that, you got out of. Uh, you got you retired? Did you retire? Or? I retired. Uh, yeah, about. 2015. And what made you decide to run for office? Well, I didn't do that originally when okay. I retired. Yeah. I, 
I retired for three days, and I called up um, <laughs> uh, Robin, the CEO at the Y, yeah. and I asked her if she needed a social worker. And uh -huh. She didn't have one. Oh, cool. So um, I became the social worker for 14 men that live upstairs. Okay. Yep. And I did that for five years. Mm. Unfortunately, the pandemic kind of ended that because it was all inside work. And, um, yeah. and But along the way, I always wanted to do something, give something to a wider world than I was giving it to. Mm -hmm. And I... I look at politics kind of from a social work angle, mm -hmm. um, fix, f helping fix people's problems or fix systemic problems, uh, say, within the city. Mm -hmm. And um, I decided to run for state representative in 2017, mm -hmm. or was it 18? It must have been 17. Okay. And that was, well, let's put it this way. Jim Hawkins was a formidable opponent, <laughs> and we were out there in the winter in January and February knocking on doors in the snow, yeah. and let me tell you, he is one of the best conditioned people for his age, Jim, he is, he that you're ever going to meet, He is. and I couldn't, I couldn't keep up with somebody as yeah. quick as that. I did okay. I yeah. did okay. Yeah. So after, after the election was over, uh, I was asked a couple months later... When Julie Hall resigned from the council, yeah. kind of in midterm for yeah. her, yeah. and she was running for state rep mm. uh, versus Jim Hawkins, yeah. and I was several people called me and asked me if I would consider running for that special election. Okay, that's how I got into politics. Uh, has Julie told you any good rumors? <laughs> rumors. She's really good at rumors. You know that. Oh, yeah. Are you going to pass a few of those along? No, I can't. No, you have to ask her. She's. I heard she's going to be at the farmer's market, and she's going to have her own booth, and you can well, let me tell you a buy a rumor. Let me tell you a story. All right. Uh, when Julie ran, the f she, she ran against Jim twice. Yeah. She ran that spring yeah. just to finish out uh, our mayor's term. Yeah. And then she ran again the following fall. So uh, six weeks after I had lost the primary, mm -hmm. and she lost by just a handful of votes to Jim mm -hmm. Hawkins. Yeah. That was the same day we voted— to build the high school. Yeah, yeah, okay? yeah. The next morning, I'm walking out of the back of the Y mm. uh, with, with one of my clients, mm. and when I'm approaching the sidewalk on South Main, on North yeah, Main yeah. Street, mm -hmm. and Julie Hall comes running up the sidewalk, jogging. She stops cold, sees me. She didn't know me that well. Turns towards me and, and pointed her finger at me, and I've told her this story, yeah. and said, you should run for city council. Yeah. Uh, mm. Surprised the heck out of me. Mm. Mm -hmm. And then two months later, she, she, she said she was going to be leaving it to, mm. to run for uh, yeah. state rep. Yeah. And so there you are in city council, and uh, how are you liking that? You want to do it again, I'm presuming. Well, I, I, I like it well enough to keep... Keep re-upping if they'll have yeah, me. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> now, you're running for re-election, of course, now in, in November. Yes. Uh, are you doing any uh, heavy uh, campaigning? Because most of, the, most of the candidates don't have opponents, do they? Uh, well, we have s there's six folk, uh, six candidates running for five slots for at-large the entire city. Uh, there's two, I think, quite contested wards because two of our current counselors 
are resigning after this term. Right, right. Uh, the other four ward, wards. Um, now, excuse me, now Cooper's going and who else is? Kate, Jack, Kate Jackson. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. She's running for city clerk. Okay. So uh, that, that means that there are two real contested elections. Yeah. And uh, I, you know, even if there weren't any other, uh, can, if, if, if there were only five city yeah. councilors running yeah. for five slots, I'd still be out there. Yeah. I'd be knocking on the doors. I go out on my bike. Mm-hmm. It's on the back of my car right mm, now. Good for you. I love the exercise. Well, you think it was somebody stole it while you were here, but that's all right. I, cha- <laughs> I chained it up. <laughs> but he, now, <laughs> Bill Gavay, now when, in, in the city council thing, the, the five at large, <clears throat> yep. is that like a rank voting on that? Because he was explaining us, explaining rank voting to us oh, this no. morning. Rank so, voting is not in the city. No, right. I know that, but yeah. I mean... But but I mean you got five people. Yep. It was six people looking. So it's the top five people. Yes. So in a sense, it's rank voting in that sense. Isn't well, it? the five that get the most votes. That's you can vote for all five, or you can what they call bullet yeah. vote. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. You know? So so it seems like it's it's, it's similar to rank rank voting. I know it's not technically a lot, but I'm just trying to figure this out because right. there's five people, six. A lot of people have trouble understanding the whole concept of rank voting, I yeah, think. Yeah, oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, 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 yeah. But this is kind of a minor situation. person with the most votes right. gets slot one, next slot well, two. Well, you know, it, 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 it really doesn't matter in the end whether you finish first, third, Right, fifth, but I mean, but, but it's you know. the top vote getters out right. of the six that, yes. yeah, in that sense, it's a... Rank voting, I guess. Last time around, we had eight folk for the five slots. Yeah. Wow. Okay. And that felt that felt pretty competitive. How'd, how'd you do? Mm-hmm. I mean, you won, but I mean, how'd you do? You were number one. Well, it was what very, it was very, well, I'm not what saying it. I'm just show. showing you. <laughs> and that's a different finger people usually show me. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> it's not something that I, no, I, I, I don't like to tout it. No, I understand. I, no, it, you just it, it, you, I, I was. It's a I historical was, comment. You're just commenting on the history, uh, and and the fact is that you were top getter. Good. And there was Good. a very close second. Yeah. So. Now, while you're not um, wanting to tout things, I'm going to tell Donna. Donna, um, during Christmases for kids last year, um, we were tough on money, mm-hmm. uh, as you can understand with everything. And somebody wrote to us and said, my wife and I are not going on vacation this year. And we decided that maybe the, the money would be better at Christmases for kids. Mm-hmm. And that was Ty Waterman. Oh, so as you said, but it was Ty. And it wasn't a dollar <laughs> fifty six that he gave us, and I, I, which is what I usually spend on vacations for me. <laughs> and I wanted to thank you for that and well, tell you how very touched and appreciative we were for that money. And, and and the thought process to do that was really, really exceptional. And right I in line with his what his job. Yeah, yeah, really. He well, gets it, it. He gets it. What yeah. I found mm. out, uh, and this was around the 10th of December. Yeah. What I found out is that the, I think I got this right, uh, that the state was referring several hundred teenagers to us who had really no Christmas. Mm-hmm. And they were coming in. Yeah. And the money had pretty much been spent at that point. And most of the presents had been spent. And who's going to help take care of these couple hundred kids? 
Yeah, it's funny. You know, one of the things, you're right, and, and one of the things that we've found, I mean, well, less now, though. It, it's changed. But when when Christmases for Kids started, everybody wanted to buy the Barbie doll for the five-year-old. Mm, yeah. And But when you get up into the 11- and 12-year-olds, the, 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 the glow goes off. The, the I, I don't know what it is. Winter, but, winter coats. Things yeah. like that. Yep. Yeah, Boots, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but there's yeah. not, there wasn't the thought, there is now, but there wasn't the thought process then. They were thinking about kids wanted a Walkman or whatever it was. You know, yeah, the kids, you in the beginning. Ask the kids what they want. And so you found a, a drop-off of participation for teenagers, uh, and then that started to turn around. But you can appreciate what, what these kids were going through. And we had it. Mm. We had the backstories on all of these kids, and we used to tell them. Well, we used to com- make a composite and some of these things, and read the stories on the air yeah. um, about dad not being around, mom being single, or so and so. We had so many kids, so many of our kids in foster care that year, especially. Um, well, we were in the height of the pandemic at that time. Yeah, you know, and it, and it's just amazing how. This area, now uh, you'll appreciate this because you, well, you will. (laughs) I I am always, always stunned and appreciative of the amount of caring that this community has for everybody. I agree. The fundraising, the help, the volunteering, the giving, the, uh, oh, I can do that. Here, let me help that for you. It's amazing. It it is really, really so profound. It's stunning. I've lived in a few different communities. I've never seen anything like this. Um, and uh, Christmas is for Kids is a wonderful organization. Just terrific. Mm, it is. It really is. And and, and I think that people um, know that it's as clean as a whistle, too, which is very important. It's an entirely volunteer organization. Entirely. And, 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 they, and, yeah. Although, are they thinking about getting like an executive director? Well, there's been some talk about it yeah. because of the things that are going on. And they're going to build a new home. We're hoping to, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, so th- there's a lot to talk about. Uh, but, 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 you know, they, for years people know that it, it, it's a safe contribution to make. So for at least one more year... They will be located in uh, the o- the old Brennan, the old right, high right, school, right? Exactly. And which yeah. is still city property. We haven't sold it. And in the roof is leaking. The roof is leaking, and uh, <laughs> everything else is and, yeah. uh, it's a mess. <laughs> but um, I just wanted to to mention that because this organ, this town and its surrounding communities, there's like five or six of them, just terrific, always. We're gonna take a break. We're talking with Ty Waterman. City councilor who's up for re-election in November. So I mentioned that to you in case you got somebody you decide you want to vote for. Okay? I just, I you know, I hate this. We're on the air. We're on the air. Oh, jeez. You're worse than you. Nobody's worse. Oh, never mind. Never mind. How do I do? All right. Oh, my heavens. All right. I've lost control again. Oh, once more. No, it's okay. It's all right. Uh, Ty Waterman is here making me laugh. And, uh, <laughs> and Donna is here making me cry. Cry. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and we're talking about the election coming up for city council. Uh, 
what do you, what have you noticed? What's that? Uh, changes in in the short time, really short time you've been city councilor, uh, three years is you know. Um, have you seen? Uh, I guess this pandemic made a big difference, hasn't it? I mean, well, dealing with people and what they ask and what they want and what they ask you for, etc. Um, well, for one thing, the pandemic uh, put us on all on Zoom. Yeah. So yeah. therefore, for you over how to do that <laughs> for over a year, we were out of city council. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's a very different thing. There yeah. are a couple of city councilors that I hadn't did actually did not see in person mm. for an entire year. Wow. Yeah, just a couple because the one place that we could have met would have been inside a city hall at our council office, but there were a couple I didn't see, mm. and um, I missed that because you you like to be able. To stay in touch with each other, not just when you're on mm-hmm. TV, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. as you're in you're in the back room saying hi to each other, how you doing, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot of people were holed up in their homes, mm-hmm. which is kind of what you're describing. Mm-hmm. Am I, I saying I loved it? You yeah. loved it. I, I did, yeah, because I'm not a social person. She's not a social butterfly. She no. doesn't like to be out with people. When we do mm. a remote broadcast, she'll stay home. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you just come here once in a while. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I still see people uh, just this week, just yesterday, wearing, wearing masks yeah. and, mm-hmm. and not opening the door and mm-hmm. talking through the door. They, I mean, they're glad I'm on the yeah, other yeah, side yeah. maybe, yeah. But, but we're not yeah. far enough along. Yeah. Well, them. that was the thing that I had uh, mm-hmm. the problem with with uh, this yutz poor who who refuses to get vaccinated, and now he wants to come knock on my door and shake my hand. I don't uh, think so. I don't think so. I would be concerned. Yeah. Yes. Well, that that's that was something that I was agitated about and wrote about in the paper. But I want to tell you, this comes into my brain. I am so proud of our health department. Yeah. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Jessica Horseman is the, our new director. She came to us from Seekonk, and she's done a fabulous job. Jackie O'Brien, our city nurse, must have put in, I don't know, 90-hour work weeks mm-hmm. through yeah. the pandemic. Sure. Yeah. Uh, we, she finally got a, a, a new van. She had been driving out of her own car for her wow. city car. It was her own car for like five years or wow. something. Yeah. And now she can do so much more because she's got a good van. But... We put together um, a really good uh, vaccination program last February for seniors, 75 and older, or those who had two, um, like I I qualified, even though I wasn't 75 because I had cancer and rheumatoid arthritis. Oh, yeah. And that bumps you up. Oh, wow. You know, I'm in remission. Oh, So I'm feeling fine. but a blessing. Still, they call it remission. Mm -hmm. And so... We were able to vaccinate 200 seniors, and halfway through, they all got their vaccinations in February of this year, Mm -hmm. and halfway through March when we were administering our second shots, um, the state government had given us the vaccine at La Salette, it was pulled with no real warning at all. Mm -hmm. And so the last two weeks, 100 seniors weren't able to get their second shots. <clears throat> and the senior center went to work for them 
because uh, they, even though they were closed, uh, they went to work helping the health department find those hundred people. Sure. And, and do you remember how hard it was to get into, into Foxborough at that time? Yep, yep. And get your shots or down at Dartmouth? Yeah. And wow. helped those people. I hope they all got their second shots when they were supposed to, because yeah. I think there were only like 45 days that you could, yeah. you know what I'm referring to, <clears throat> yes. you had to get it within yeah. that yeah. time. Yeah. So I, 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 the senior center did an amazing job calling people during that time. We have a new, new director, Melissa mm -hmm. Tucker, who's uh. been their social worker there for, well, I think she spent her whole working life there. <laughs> and now she's the director. Mm -hmm. Fabulous job. They, they, new social workers came on board. They had a list of 500 seniors in the city that they called every single week to find out how they were doing. Wow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. the, these aren't things that would have happened in a normal year. Yeah. And, 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 and the pandemic aside for a moment, what, what were you surprised as a city councilor that you got calls before the pandemic or, or aside from that? What were you surprised that people would call you about as a city councilor? I'm guessing there was a lot of stuff really had nothing to do with you. Um, food. Food. How do I locate getting food? Oh, dear. And that's pretty basic. And fortunately, we had different ways to help people get food in the city. You know, the, all the food banks were, were running overtime. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. Several of the city councilors were making collections of food yes. and with yeah. Jim Hawkins. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, the things that you need to really sur survive. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, that's the first one that comes to And they were doing mind. pet food, too. Pardon? They were doing pet food as well. The city councilors. Oh. Doing their collecting stuff. Oh, collecting pet food. Yeah. yeah but there's nothing like an elder person to ha not be able to take care of their pet. Well. It's horrible. People were scared to go to the grocery stores. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know? And thank God some of the, that the stores came, came through as well as they did by delivering yes. to, to people. But mm -hmm. still. It was very scary. Mm. Yeah. So that was the thing that that was the number one thing. Um, yeah. What were you? What have you been frustrated about? What What is it that is in this gig now? Oh, right you now. You wish you could get something done. Yeah. To have to tell the truth. Oh, <laughs> well, you're under oath. <laughs> there is a perjury um, charge. Of, you know. We need a new senior center. Yeah, I really feel that. But I'm not alone. Yeah. I'm reflecting what the Council on Aging, which is, has a board of directors, and what the staff at the Senior Center. Do you know that we've got, I don't know, twelve or 13,000 seniors in the city? Hmm. It's, mm -hmm. a, it's a large percentage of our 46,000 people. Yeah. We have one, well, John Lepper, former yeah. state yeah. rep. Yeah has researched and told, and he's on that council in aging, the board. John has told us that we are the smallest senior center of any city in Massachusetts. Oh my goodness. I just happened to notice it the other day, you know, I got confused because that was, that was named after Reverend, who's the minister? Oh, he was before my time. Yeah. Um, now I'm going to blank. I remember him because he hated my guts. He, when I was on mm. the yeah, yeah, he mm. hated me. But they, they <laughs> named that, and a good guy, he named... They named the senior center after him. And then they put in 
the Heights thing. What is it? Uh, next door, the building next door. Oh, Christopher Heights. Christopher Heights. Yes. And I could confuse thinking it's that two Christopher doors Heights, down. Right. It's not that Christopher Heights was actually the senior center, but it isn't. No. It's a private right. senior place. Yeah. So and and then it made me notice the senior place, and that building is. Well, let's put it this way. The fire department retired it in 1970s. So it's been almost 50 years. What does that mean, retired it? They gave it up as a fire department. Oh, there was a fire department. It was a firehouse. Okay, I didn't realize that. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So it's way past the time. And we keep it fixed. It needs a new HVAC system. That's Mm -hmm. the next thing. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, it's an old building that we have to constantly keep keep together and it but the biggest issue is how small it is and how and the parking is almost non-existent mm. we share it's a municipal parking lot mm-hmm. and in going out this time around knocking on doors telling seniors that I think we need a new senior center nine out of ten seniors and that could be anybody from 60 up are telling me that they don't attend because of the parking Oh, sure. It's almost impossible. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Usually there's one or two spots, but yesterday I went down there, there were no spots open. Yeah. And that shouldn't be. No. You know? Mm-hmm. So scratched our heads. What can we do about it? The seniors, after a lot of thinking, I think, and the staff uh, have requested... Uh, and they went with me to a visit, the mayor blessed the visit, to the Highland Park Country Club building in March, St. Patty's Day. And while it obviously needs some fixing up because it has not been used, we, we bought it. Four, yeah. Was it maybe four years ago when we bought Highland Park? Yeah. Mm-hmm. From the country club? Yeah. It would definitely fit their needs if it was able to be fixed up. Yeah. Now, do you have any idea what that's going to be cost? We don't. We need a fe- feasibility study. Mm-hmm. Uh, the mayor has agreed with me that that's what we're going to need. It makes, it makes sense. It does really make sense. Uh, parking is good. The venue is great. They pr- you can have walks, mm-hmm. you know, the sure. inside. Have you guys been in? Yeah. yeah, I, yeah you yeah, probably yeah, have and you're yeah, performing. Yeah, yeah. So there's a there's a large room which is almost like a ballroom. Yeah, it's great. And yep. it could be subdivided for different activities. Mm-hmm. So right now the senior center is uh, graciously, the Good News Bible Church on West Ave has, can I use the word donated the use of one of their large rooms yep. for oh. the seniors. Yep. So they were able to hold the first public event, well the second public event. Yeah, um, they had a roast beef. I think it was a roast beef dinner. Then I went to the, the ice cream social in July. They had over 100 seniors that came in mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. that building mm-hmm. and, um, and joined. That would never have been able to ha- maybe 50. Oh, we'll be back. All right, Ty Waterman is with us from the Attleboro City Council, and um, we're going to be getting close to... Love that music. Tata. Yeah, yeah, like this. Yeah, yeah, I know. I do. That's because you're old. I remember yeah. that music. <laughs> That comes from the time when I was a disc jockey. Ah. I started in broadcast as a disc jockey. Picking them up and laying them down. Yeah, you know, it was funny. Um, we did the one fine day. I played one fine day. Yeah. In the last thing. And there was something about that. I'm going to do this just for the hell of it. Um, 
in 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 the business, Ty, there's something called talking them up. And what you do is you you talk during the intro of the song. Okay. And you'd stop talking uh, when just in time for them to sing. So it would go like this. All right, we're on the air at W-A-R-A. All night, all talk, all the time, chiffons. <laughs> <laughs> and so that was stuff we used to do. That's cool. So that's, that's where that comes from. So Ty Waterman is running for re-election in city council in, in Attleboro. And um, you really... Um, made a mark for yourself. You've done really well. As you said, I mean, you didn't say, I said that you were number one in the re-election, but, but people know who you are and they feel, they feel the gentleness from you. Absolutely. They feel the, the, the caring from you mm. and it's genuine yeah. and it isn't, uh, it isn't at all, well, I'll just say this and that'll be, no, you, know, you, you can really feel it. It's true. And um, I know from personal experience, uh, your generosity and caring, but but it's really more important is is how you see it. You see everything the way it ought to be seen as it pertains yeah. to the caring of the people who need to be watched over, and that is the most impressive part of you to me. And uh, if I I don't vote here, I don't live here, but if I did, I would definitely be voting for you to be no, thank returned you. to the city council. I had an interesting experience yesterday. Can I share one? Sure. At the mm. doors. Um, without using anyone's name. Yeah. Um, I was on Robert Street, mm -hmm. which parallels County Street. And knocking, just knocking on doors, introducing myself. And I met a gentleman, probably our age, uh -huh. who is, and he's got his catering truck, which is quite visible. So if anybody knows who I'm talking about yeah. right now, they might <laughs> That's guess. That's all right. <laughs> And the pandemic darn near shut him down. Sure. Yeah. And he would supply food to people just out of the generosity of his heart when needed. Wow. In Attleboro and in Pawtucket. Mm. And he was telling me these stories. And I kept scratching my head thinking, what government program can help this man get back on his feet? Mm-hmm. And I don't personally know. He said that he had tried everything he could. Mm. Wow. And his truck's empty now. Mm. And so I referred him just yesterday, so he, yeah, hasn't, yeah. he hasn't probably made a phone call yet, to our economic development director, which yeah. I'm so proud of the work that, um, that she does. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Catherine. You're really Catherine Fierick. Yeah. Yeah. And what can Catherine Fierick do to kind of advise him, you know, point him in the right way. And part of, I think, why, why Alabaro is, I believe, really on a rebound now. It's a rebound that's going to take a few years, but it's on a rebound. It's on the up. Uh, is because of Catherine Spherix coming here. Yes. And, the, <laughs> and the mayor brought her here and mm -hmm. reinstated mm -hmm. that position, and the council supported her, and she, She's she's a major force in the city. She is. Yeah, she really is, and we like we like Catherine. She mm -hmm. she comes in once in a great while. We we have her on because she's, she's a busy, busy, and now she's a, <laughs> yeah. new, a new mom. So you yep. know, mm -hmm. now, there are priorities as yes, you know. Yes, there are. 
And we're glad to have her. I, I think she's great. I mentioned her the other I think I mentioned her the other day uh, <clears throat> because of the people that are so pleased with what she's doing. Uh, truly a class act. Yeah, truly she really is. Yeah. She, she gave up a really good job in D.C. to come mm -hmm. here. So. Yeah. Mm -hmm. New home for her. It was yeah. meant to be. Meant to be. She's got a husband, a child, and mm -hmm. she's settled. Yeah, yeah very cool. <clears throat> And so we want to uh, mention, we give a rah-rah to Catherine. Absolutely. Um, speaking of your rah-rahing, um, <laughs> so you, you're running for re-election, and are you doing anything besides um, the city council work? Are you, are you still, you're not still the Y, are you? Uh, not at this time. Mm -hmm. uh, it, it was, in my opinion, during the height of the pandemic, I felt to be responsible to the city, to my wife, and to myself. Mm. I needed to stay home as much as possible okay. yep. and do my work as much on Zoom as I possibly could. Well, the people here at the station wanted me to stay home as mm. much as possible. Well, yeah, yeah but you don't <laughs> listen, it, right? Take it personally, I don't know. <laughs> uh, and so... But I still promote the work of the Y. Oh, yeah. Trust mm -hmm. me. Yeah, very cool. Very yeah, cool. so does so Tom Rafferty. He loves the Y. Yeah. He's there a lot. He wears my goggles when he goes swimming. Oh, really? Yeah, he <laughs> didn't have goggles, so I gave him goggles one Aww. day. He's still wearing them. He hasn't <laughs> lost them yet. That's yeah. awesome. He will. <laughs> no, he won't. <laughs> Stop being mean to Tom. No, I don't know what, what, mean Tom. What mean to Tom, please? You'd be nice to Tom. <laughs> you know, he's another guy that just, you can't not like him. That's right. I try. I know you do. I try you can't, so though. hard. No, you can't not like him. You know, <laughs> but uh, uh, so you're happy to be running again? Oh yeah, yeah. I I think I'll be happy when uh, it's over because I I'll have been on the bike long enough, and yeah. the cold it'll start to get cold by that time. Uh, you haven't been bitten by a dog, have you? Oh man, I am so careful. See, the mayor has been bitten, well, so he's you know he has he has he has a battle scar to show. Yeah. Uh, I think he yeah. had seven of them. Did he? <laughs> Whoa. One year. I don't know. I haven't heard about this year. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so I'm super careful. You don't open the doors if there's a dog on the other no. side. Or, or, or the gate. <laughs> or the gate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I have one case where one lady uh, has, has put up my sign, and um, I think her dogs got out the back door, and uh, unbeknownst to her, they were in her front yard. Oh, and man. I didn't even step on her lawn. <laughs> I don't blame you. I wrote her a letter. <laughs> <laughs> i tell you what happened to me not long ago. I was talking about this on the air. Um, it was election time in our town, and, you know, you see the three or four people walking around and knocking on doors. Yep. So these three three. Two men and a woman came to my door and knocked, and I went and I opened the door. And as I opened the door, I said, oh, that's just what I need, Jehovah Witnesses. <laughs> right, uh -huh. What were they there. running for? <laughs> <laughs> they were Jehovah Witnesses. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> they were running for Jesus. Yeah, they were running for Jesus. But, I mean, here I am thinking of being a wise guy to the politicians, and they really were <laughs> Jehovah Witnesses. How did they react? Oh, they well, they didn't that's know what funny. to do. It was, it was you know, I'm going, just what I need, Jehovah Witnesses. <laughs> you know, being a wise guy. And and then I saw their faces, and they had the pamphlets. Mm -hmm. And I said, oh, jeez, you really are? I said, well, come on in. 
Oh, of course. so I brought him in. Yeah, she know. I brought Pre-pandemic. him in. Pandemic. Sat them. Oh yeah, sat them down <laughs> on my dining room table. Yeah, I've done that. Right. Yeah. And I said to the lady, "Okay, what do you got to tell me?" She said, "I don't know. I never got this far before." No. <laughs> <laughs> Is that true? Is that true, or was no, it a joke? No. It's not true. But <laughs> I tell you, it's a great story though. Yeah. But I'll tell you what yeah. is true. Well, no, that's true. I brought them and sat them down. And here was the thing: they had given me a flyer, okay, full threefold flyer, about you know coming to Jesus. And so then I started to ask them some questions because this is my baby. I mean, I love talking about religion and about what God thinks and yeah. etc. It's a great fun for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, I've sat there, and I'm talking to her, and I'm making some challenges, and I'm asking some questions. It's getting a little bit tense for them, not for me. I've been having fun. And, and at one point, and when I had my wife get some tea, I thought, well, you want to get some tea? Oh, no, thank you. Okay, so then you But I saw the woman's hand slowly come over and take the, the flyer back. Oh. She, she took back, <laughs> she, she slid back the hand out. Did that, I, I, and I said, oh, I guess I, I didn't pass the test, huh? <laughs> <laughs> so now instead what I do is, uh, I just, mm. I have, I, I'm funny. not bothered anymore. Um, I put a, if, if they're in the neighborhood, I put a charcoal line of a dead body in front of my house. Oh my I throw a couple of watchtowers around there, keeps them right away from, <laughs> from the front door. Uh, it's so bad. I, I have to. Do you want to tell us your address strange. so we don't come? No, yeah, they, really. no, no, no. I'm only teasing, by the way. I'm only teasing about that. Uh, but it was really fun. I brought them in, and, and they were surprised. They, you know, mostly people give them the bums a rush. Which yeah, is too bad. It is sad. I wanted to talk to them and yeah. hear them or hear them. It was good. It was mm-hmm. good. But it was fun. So yep. when you go, you got to make sure you tell them you're not a Jehovah Witness. <laughs> you're a politician. Let me make sure they know which is which. Uh, I, I, you know what I do? What? I take my palm card with my picture all dressed up. Yeah. I don't always wear a Red Sox yeah. outfit. Yeah. Suit yeah. and tie. And a mask, a Red Sox mask. Well, this yeah. was a pre-pandemic yeah, okay. picture. And I, I hold up my, my, my picture to the door and uh-huh. people peer through the door sometimes. Uh-huh. Oh, and then they nod up and down. <laughs> and, oh. and open Pretty cool, door. huh? That's a good, yeah. good thing. That's, yeah. that's really cool. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much My for pleasure. being here. We appreciate it. Ty Waterman Thanks. running for re-election city council. Good choice, by the way, when you're making your... Very. Choice. Thank you very much, okay. Ty. We'll, we'll talk soon. Great. Okay? Take care. In just a few seconds, we're going to hear from um, from Groucho. Uh, but, uh, Don, that was fun. Yes. I especially yeah. like your I got vaccinated button. Yeah. Oh, well, That's there's a, good a thing story to behind too. it. Got to reassure. Uh, this was stolen from Foxborough because we I got vaccinated here. We didn't have buttons, <laughs> so I asked a man named Joe Feroz, who's a senior, if he ha- he was going back for his second shot. He took two buttons. Oh, oh okay. Go. All right. Nice. All right. Good. As long as you're, you got to wear it. As long as it's yeah. official. All right. Thanks a lot. <laughs> Appreciate it, Ty. Right. We'll talk yeah. soon. All right, there goes Ty Waterman. Thanks, Ty. Um, good luck. Really cool because. In, 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 in my opinion, just slam it. It's all right. Yeah. In my opinion, uh, that's a great reason to go vote. Oh, gosh, yeah. That's a great reason oh, to yeah. be part of his reelection. Yeah. Um, yeah, what he's been doing in his life just fits right perfectly yeah. into the council thing. Yeah, yeah. And, and and like I said to him, very genuine and very real. Yes. Um, yeah. Not saying what you figure people want to hear. 
mm-hmm. but what you really think. That's right. And for that, um, I'm pretty pleased. You? Oh yeah, yeah, I like him. Yeah, but I'm yeah, but I'm going to vote for him anyway. You're going to vote for him anyway. <laughs> Usually yeah. Donna says, "Oh, we think we should go left. I go right." You know, <laughs> That's you exactly know, but, right. But, yeah. <laughs> but instead, boys and girls, I'm going to say. So Donna and I are agreed that it's um, <clears throat> a good choice to talk and and vote for. But you don't live here. You don't vote here. No, I would, what I good would is vote. it? I what good is it? On, well, because we tell oh my heavens, yeah, I'm trying to promote her to go ahead and give. And what does she do? Nothing. I mean, doesn't even live here. Well, I mean, neither do I. I know it's all right. Don't worry about it. All right, I want to thank. Let me see, Bill Gavea in the first hour of her uh, coming in and entertaining us and uh, getting us talking and thinking. Uh, Tom Rafferty for hanging out. I'm glad, even though it's Tom, I'm glad he did. <laughs> and at, uh, um, then we had t- t- Joe and Walter from the uh, South Outerboro Lions.org for their golf tourney coming up September That's 19th. Gonna be a blast. Yeah, it is going to be fun. I should take you out there. You could, <laughs> you could double as a flag. Yeah, could, I, could. Yeah, yeah. I could. Ninth hole flag. <laughs> and of course, um, Ty Waterman, who just wrapped here. Um, really good feeling. I mean, I, I I don't know about you. I enjoyed our show today. I did too. I, I enjoyed the show. Especially, and yeah. uh, if, if 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 you are listening at home and or in your car and you didn't like the show, remember what you paid to get it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, baby. And I will tell you what I always tell you. That in the end, boys and girls. The love that you take from this world is equal to the love you make in the world. Thanks very much for being with me. See you again next Saturday morning, 9 o'clock. Be the good Lord willing in the creek don't rise. Say ta-ta, Donna. Ta-ta, Donna. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. Four Deep Sports is next on WARA, but don't take my word for it. My friend Bob will tell you it all. Go ahead, Bob. You tell him what it's supposed to be. Okay? Okay. Yeah, you got some good people on today. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. It was, was very, very fun. And I made them laugh. You always do. <laughs> <laughs>